back like on schedule like like we like we never aren't back you know what i mean like like we're here like we didn't get a single tweet of like where's off the record been actually this will drop we didn't but you did kind of elicit some some very harsh critique on not harsh but very honest critique of fourth district for sure because you definitely we're about some honest critique yes we are about that uh because we definitely give it to everyone else but um before we get into that uh my name is adon bean this is off the record. What is up, good people? Uh, that other voice that you hear is uh, my partner in crime. What's up, Dan? Duncan. Man, I'm excited to be here, and we have some amazing people in the house with us tonight. So that makes me extra excited. Absolutely. Uh, I also have uh, our third party here uh, back, like she never left as well. What is going on, Miss Yvette? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Yvette Ayami here. There Glad she to be is. here tonight. Yes. The collective fourth audience size relief. They do. They do. Absolutely. <laughs> Yvette is you don't back. know what happens when you're not here. They <laughs> just that right? there's a better. lot of grimacing that occurs because they just they they don't like us as much without you. I'll That's be very true. honest. Aww. I'll be very I honest. feel so loved. <laughs> That's what's up. Uh David Perdue is not in here. Of course not. Is he's all for us? Is he still traveling? Or is, uh, so is he I'll give him credit. He actually came back for fourth and ten. So oh, that so man he came back committed. for fourth and ten. Oh, okay, not as committed to us. Oh, okay, but to, to fourth and ten, and Word. then he uh, he's back up in Nashville performing tonight. I guess he has a career that he's trying to. You know, that actually he's not trying. He's on his way. Yeah, like, dude, I, just, he's, he's I, really, I really want David Perdue to remember us. Uh, when he gets into glory uh, So yes The other one here uh, We have a guest We have a wonderful mm-hmm. guest here um, My good friend And uh, Man uh, Slam team <laughs> partner And um, Just an amazing person uh, Miss Lyric Harlem's own Lyric How are you? I'm great How are you? Yeah I'm doing wonderful yes. We're all happy that you're here Yes thanks for having me Welcome Absolutely Absolutely You're gonna pull up a little bit closer On the okay. mic a little bit right. There there I'm it here. is here Yeah There it is <laughs> Brooklyn um, <laughs> I just wanted to shout out a borough Randomly I was like okay yeah, All just, of them now I just You know they are rivals I do Okay I do Yeah <laughs> Tons of <laughs> tons of fettiness, but no. Um, how are you? So, uh, just so I can give a little uh, background for you, but I want you to do that as well. So, um, we are on 2017. We are representing the uh, city of Atlanta. One of two teams representing the city yes, of Atlanta uh, at National Poetry Slam competition, which will be going down in Denver in mm-hmm. the second week of August. Is that yes. right? Yep. So you get me straight. So yeah, <laughs> we are uh, uh, two of a, a f- what five team yes. group, all that. But um, but aside from that, mm-hmm. you do a bunch of wonderful things. You are a 
2017 Queen of the South. I am co-Queen of the South. Co-Queen of yes. the House, Slam Champion or whatever. <laughs> Queen. So yeah, um, but no, tell us a little bit about yourself, aside from the fact that in your name alone, we know that you are from Harlem. Yes. So hi, everybody. <laughs> I am Harlem's own lyric, and my I have a nine to five. I do. Um, I work for the Boys and Girls Club. Sweet. And um, Love Kids have always been into nonprofit work. I am a retired community organizer. Word. I was on my Barack Obama <laughs> Michelle for a while. And, and then you gave up like the rest of us. <laughs> right. Last election, I was like, you know what? This ain't my ministry. This ain't my uh, so, uh, so now I'm here working for the, the club. <laughs> Um, Not the club. Yes. And after work, I am a spoken word poet. Actually, before work and after work. Sometimes during work, but yeah. you know, they don't got to hit that part. <laughs> no. I am a spoken word poet. So I perform out here at Java Monkey. Just really, uh, most of the spoken word venues in Atlanta has been very, you know, just open and welcoming in that regard. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the 2017 Java Monkey Slam team. Word up. I have a podcast as well. It's called Famous Enough. My co-host is Alex Andrea, who is also uh, an open mic host out here mm-hmm. in the city. And um, otherwise, I am an author, I guess now. When you put out a chat book, you're an author. I sounds guess about right. Thing. That's what happens when you and publish a chat book. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, I sleep sometimes. Sometimes. Most times. Okay. Actually, I, I get my seven and a half, eight hours, you know, because That's beauty ain't free. Good. So... <laughs> That is what's up. Let me ask. Uh, and so, um, famous enough, the podcast. Yes. Where can they they go to SoundCloud? They go to iTunes. Where, where is it? Right. Where is it available? Okay, so we have a Twitter account. That. We are famous enough ATL. Nice. <laughs> and we have our website, famous enough podcast dot com. And you know we're trying to get, we're trying to keep it official. We're trying to. Word. Uh, and you can find <laughs> us on Facebook at Facebook Enough Podcast. That is um, what's up. So yeah, check. And, us out. and y'all talk about what just so exactly what, what our, So we're trying to create. The goal is to. Create create a platform for up and coming artists, mm-hmm. indie artists who are trying to make this a full time thing. Gotcha. And it's mostly for people who do have nine to fives, but mm-hmm. who have the talent and the willpower to to take this full time. Yeah, yeah. That's was very necessary. That's awesome. Yeah. Very nice. Very, very necessary. Um yeah, and so we're we're happy that you, you know, took maybe possibly shave some time off of that sleep. Uh <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna catch up. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, I appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're definitely thankful that you uh, that you stopped in because, yeah, we're um. So you know, it is off the record. We just talk about any and everything. But mm-hmm. you know, real real fast, Dan, Dan what you've been up to mm-hmm. since the last what two weeks that uh. Yeah, man, we I made a West Coast trip, mm-hmm. and every time I drive into L.A., I question why I will be going back to Atlanta. Okay. And then I have enough conversations about tax dollars and cost <laughs> of living True. that by the end of the trip, I'm like, yeah, let's go back to the A. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But it was amazing. <laughs> I love California, uh, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, just getting ready. Um, me and my wife are expecting a little baby. That's true. So it's about to be like full swing. Like everyone asks us like, oh, so the baby's room's ready. Because we're, we're like two months out. Mm-hmm. And the baby's room's ready. Like, and we laugh because <laughs> you're like, no, no, nothing has been done yet. <laughs> the, the shower things are starting to like pile up in our hallway. And that's the extent of our preparation. There it is. So I wonder like... Uh, is is the is the baby you think judging you in the in the womb right now like realizing that you're just not ready for him or her i think he just probably oh, appreciates him, yeah. uh the procrastination i'm passing down to him 
Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm just training him That's what's from up. the very womb. He might procrastinate and come in. He might be like, you know what? I y'all thought September. We but. hope so. <laughs> because there's a better chance we'll be ready. <laughs> That's what's up. And uh Yvette Ayana, what's going on with you? What have you been up to? Because it has been a stack of Sundays has, since you've been, been here. A stack of Sundays. I've been good. I've been I've been chilling. I did a little staycation and I realized that I don't rest. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when you just like no computer know anything i'm just gonna lay here and watch movies and be relaxed oh, yeah. and like but i had to force myself it was really challenging to just like <laughs> yeah. die the phone you know like mm-hmm. just don't do that and Absolutely. be quiet and practice some mindfulness so that was good yeah and um if anything just learning that i don't rest and that when i say i'm resting that that's not what i'm doing yeah. and um yeah just doing nerdy stuff I'm pretty nerdy. I went to a seminar on like how to have polarizing conversations because that's something that I'm really, really interested in. So, you know, it got a little tight. We were talking about whether or not to take down Confederate monuments. Ah, And so we had to kind of practice that conversation. You had to pick a side and we had to sit one like... That sounds hella Pro fun. Con. Right. Yo, yeah, it was yeah. hella fun. Trust me. <laughs> you know, so we kind of had to like practice Should we that add that to the list and like of not topics? lose your mind? Yeah, no, listen, it got really, 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 really fun. After a while, I was like, yeah. okay, so. So yeah, it's just been... That's what's Just up. And, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, did your your parentals did they have an anniversary or My something? My parentals recently? they did. They celebrated 50 years of marriage. That's Come what's on. Up. Okay. Yes. Jamaica air so. horn for. Yeah. So very proud of them and happy for them we went and celebrated that's dope with them. yeah my, my parents it. my parents are celebrating 50 years in september too so come on it does have it is possible it is come on very possible it's it is it's good to know that Thanks. and to see that i was thinking about that earlier like just i don't know you can feel hopeless like that doesn't happen anymore mm-hmm. but, but it does yeah it does coincidentally uh we uh we have uh i guess a group or a couple that uh, is hoping maybe to make it to 50 years and that is a mega couple uh, it is a wonderful <laughs> you saw what happened you know you saw what happened you saw what happened there I there love, it is. Love <laughs> uh, are you here for it but, <laughs> he's but, the king of <laughs> but um but yeah man uh since we um since we've all gotten together there was there's an artist by this little known dude from Brooklyn named Jay Z, <laughs> uh, Sean Corey Carter, and uh, he, Ooh, he you put better in have the middle name. <laughs> and, and, um, and, uh, there was this. There's this album called uh, 444 that's uh, released. Um, we will we'll be going on two weeks. I don't know when you all will be listening to this, but it came out. Uh, not last week, but the week prior. Already fake platinum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will definitely talk a little bit about fake platinum and what 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 happened there. But um, but aside from that, um, you know, and also shout out to uh our our fourth compadres, uh, Clock Radio Speakers. They yep. did an in depth analysis of the uh of the record. Nice. Um, I dramatically disagreed with a few you know a few points that were thrown out there, but. <laughs> Um, I really appreciate those dudes. They definitely go listen to that uh, last episode that they put up. But um, but nonetheless, this album four forty four has everyone listened to it. Yes. Yes. Ah, 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Three or four times today. <laughs> Three or four it's times not, today. It's not hard. To, it's not hard to make it through. Right. It might be one of the easier albums to make. Yeah, it through. Right. I mean, it's you know, for for you know, if you've been living under a rock, it is only. <laughs> Uh, it's only 10 songs, uh, mm-hmm. 10 songs, all produced by uh, No ID of Chicago fame. And um, he uh, and yeah, Jay has never worked with one producer for an entire record. Um, and so that is kind of unique. But one of the more interesting things about the album is that it's gotten a lot of interest is because it is essentially uh, Jay's most personal album to date. Um um, and, and it's a little bit of a misnomer in that like people assume that Jay never talks about himself. He, ha- he actually has a lot of songs throughout his catalog in which he has discussed himself. But this is one where you can make the strong argument that this is not a Jay-Z album. This is actually a Sean Carter album. Mm, like nice. this is okay. this is actually him talking um, in a lot of this. And so, um, yeah, I, you know, I didn't really have any hardcore way in which to start it but let's start you know just off of our initial impressions like did did we like it Yvette Ayana what you think like just your first first listen through or what you what you thought of it it was personal yeah it was really really personal but yeah I mean overall absolutely I, I went straight to 444 though I can't even front I was like all right so like we'll get to the other stuff like, <laughs> so you jumped out of sequence I'm trying to like, I jump all out of sequence you know I, everybody was like well, first of all, I don't think I was a little asleep. I didn't know it was happening. And then okay. everybody was like, okay, so about this title and sprint situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I immediately got involved. And that was like, I got involved. I got involved really I'm about quick. to start using that for any time yeah. I like check out music. Like, oh yeah, I, I got involved I got in the involved. Chain. Two Chains last record, feed. I definitely got involved. Great yeah. girls love trap music. My Instagram yeah. feed was popping and I was like, I want to yeah. I want to post 444 as well, but I'm, I'm not games. involved. Absolutely. Exactly. So I need to get involved. So, um, yeah, so just initially kind of just just jumped in. And I don't know. I, I love the, that it was it was personal and it and it was Sean Carter. But I felt like there was there was a little Jay-Z in mm-hmm. there, yeah. you oh, know, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. just talking that talking that talk. talking that thing. And right. I think overall him walking away, just seeing how cultured he was as mm-hmm. well. I mean, you know that. Mm-hmm. But um, just kind of hearing the diversity of Jay-Z and how someone could be he's so much still himself. Yeah. Right? Like, this guy is from Marcy, mm-hmm. point blank, period. But I am also <laughs> up here at an echelon and I'm in rooms that yeah. people aren't, you know, mm-hmm. the average human being yeah. doesn't have an opportunity to be in. And so I think, for me, I just sort of enjoyed the complexity of that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. being able to experience the authenticity of both yeah kind of coming together that's what's mm-hmm. up lyric what about you so twitter reminded me that <laughs> it this always was something does. i needed to be involved in that morning so i jumped in and i listened to it because i'm one of the people who i've had title for a while i just i've always supported jay-z mm-hmm. always supported beyonce and the you and you the know, 10 other people <laughs> props to you guys <laughs> right i mean the the empire they've created has mm-hmm. that, that's meant a lot to me you mm-hmm. know just and you know thinking about goals i have for myself yeah um so twitter reminded me so i go check it out and it what i love the most about it is jay is the only rapper i've seen evolve 
You know, the first song I heard from him was uh, Hard Knock Life. And mm. I had to be about seven or eight years old. Gotcha. So growing up in Harlem, you see this dude on a stoop <laughs> right. with kids over. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, this is a song that typically wouldn't be for me. It's from a musical that wouldn't that I typically sure. wouldn't go see. But now right. I'm resonating with a little white girl with uh, freckles and yeah. red hair. And I'm like, I'm singing along with it. Now that's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's the J I got to see evolve. And there are not many rappers. There are no rappers I've followed from childhood to now who I can say, you know, I've watched you grow. He's the only person. Mm. So when I heard this, I was like, yeah, he's he's becoming the... It took him a little longer than, you know, <laughs> some people would have hoped. But, mm. you know, I'm, I'm proud of progress, regardless yeah. of how long it takes. I'm proud of it in this, this album. It, w- it was not the the dopest album for me lyrically mm-hmm. i'm yeah. not gonna pretend that it was better than blueprint mm-hmm. <laughs> you know for gotcha. me yeah, yeah. but it, it showed me the personal side and it shown it, it showed me that this man is growing and mm-hmm. i can respect that yeah got you dan duncan yeah <laughs> <laughs> dan is sitting yes. here like no but no uh what were your f- first thoughts like so or your i'll first go first reactions because first reaction and then where i sit right now are are two very different things mm. um so first reaction i really really liked the album mm-hmm. um i mean on a content like content is, is everything to me like growing mm. up on m like mm-hmm. it's you can kind of sometimes get like there wasn't the punchlines of m obviously but like right. but content wise honesty wise it was it peeled back the layers and you're like oh i actually get to know you mm-hmm. um mm. I'm getting like I'm learning things too. Like I think it, it is dope about how like he's actually teaching this life that he has built and the business side of how to acquire wealth and continue to acquire wealth and 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 grow this empire, which um, is funny because title is struggling so much. But um, I do think that the album on first listen is something that is it wasn't um, like uh, his last album where it was just Magna very Carter, yeah Grail, exactly yeah. it wasn't current the beats weren't just trying to be in trend sure. um it felt very authentic to him and it didn't in the the subtlety of it um the hooks the background mm-hmm. vocals all kind of played into this very very like almost like um letter to himself and letter mm-hmm. to those who care about him and say hey this is where i am currently mm-hmm. um and I thought that, I mean, I think he's being applauded for the authenticity. I think you see him getting older. Like, it's like watching, like, Emmett Smith run the ball, like, his last couple <laughs> of years. You're like, ah, you have lost a step. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. aren't quite as punchy. You're not quite as, like, the wordplay is just one step slower. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not in the pocket where you never are out of the pocket, mm-hmm. ever. Like, you created the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um and so there's like some frustrating things in there, but like again, on first listen, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the album. I got mm-hmm. you, and and you you are beyond your first listen though now. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm like twenty in, twenty okay. in. Yeah, so you you, you, you involved, you right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What and <laughs> and and uh, I take from your kind of premise that some of those things might have changed yeah so where i am now is i think we are all like just eating some revisionist history out of jay's hands 
And just like, so I think that one, Jay is first a businessman. And I think that there's there's a part of this album that he's like pimping his own struggles in order to make an album. Like, I feel like in no point in his past has he proven this. And either he changed drastically, which I typically believe doesn't happen for people. Mm-hmm. Or he was as put, a Christian, you typically believe doesn't happen. Right. Before. As a cynic, I typically believe. <laughs> I always do change. that whenever, whenever you, because you do say that often. Right. I'm always just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah you have yeah, a faith, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Lord, your faith. Forgive me. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, no, be, no, but be completely yeah. honest. Like, I'm, I, I'm with you, though. Motiv- motivation to me is, is super, super interesting here. And like, so I'm a history nerd. Mm-hmm. So let me get like super nerdy on you for a second. Take the Gettysburg Address. I, it basically reframed the Civil War to be about slavery when in honesty it was about maintaining the union and slavery was a rallying cry less of a motivation in the the north really fighting like the north was just as racist as the south was um and but as lincoln strived to find a reasoning a greater reasoning for all of this suffering and all of this death he kind of rallied people behind this idea which was great and great for the future of our country this is this this album's the same thing where he's like reframing like his legacy and trying to be the one to to sculpt his own legacy and to me like i look at someone in comparison like dr dre who's his legacy he never like he's actually tried to destroy his own legacy and yet it perseveres because of the impact he's had and i think jay-z is just frustrated by how his legacy is not what he wants it to be and I think this was his effort, one, to put an album out on his own platform to give it momentum. Two, he's trying to sculpt his own legacy, which, again, I kind of feel like, shouldn't you just leave that up to the histories in order to say what you've done and how you've done it? So I got like pushback. Sure. <laughs> but I'm curious, like, but really, it's just like I'm trying to flesh out more of the ideas that you're saying. So um, I would probably contend that Jay's always been thinking about his legacy and has been put like constructing that or putting like I don't think that this is a turn of him like now let me start to pay attention to how I'm going to be remembered this man has been talking about retiring forever and and has written his own farewell songs and, like, I, th- and I think every time he does he he does want to leave and then he gets into a business situation that requires I mean, him to drop an album m- that's possible. I don't I don't necessarily I don't have a strong opinion about that one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? In yeah, the sense yeah. of like I'd view that as a negative or a positive, but it might be a reality. I've heard other people contend that. But my I guess my part is like I don't think that four forty four represents some like now I'm going to think about how I'm going to be remembered. Like he's been doing that forever. That and again, that might be a fair point that but I think Ultimately, what I'm guess I'm trying to say is there's a, I it's disingenuous to I I don't believe it. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Like mm-hmm. I think that there was there, he's saying a lot of things, but I think he's like this is what people want from me, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the struggles in this and the in these things, and I you know there's even like you know stories coming out like where he didn't really want to do a lot of this like honest. Like he didn't want to do for, like 444 was like one of the last songs to yeah, be recorded. Yeah. But, but I would argue who wants to like, who, would, like, well, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like who? And I guess my other part of this is just like, 
if the idea is presenting this emotion, like presenting this raw emotional part of you is something that is like, um, that that is available for purchase because we live in a commodified mm-hmm. society like how is that any different than the m that you've grown up on like that like that is his entire you know what i'm saying like yeah because all I, of these artists end up so i'll give credit to where credit's due one of the, one of the points of this that really hit me was mm-hmm. the, the write-up on pitchfork about the album um where they were like, how funny is it that he's talking about black owned businesses and mm. yet he pushed this to it sprint in mm. order to push out on all of their phones mm-hmm. um, and go platinum and use a conglomerate in order to do it. And so and I was like, damn, like that's it is super interesting that it I think on the surface he, he comes across as like it kind uh, it, it comes across as a very honest thing. And I'm I guess I'm asking how honest is it? Okay, I got you. Um, thoughts? Did, oh, yeah, I didn't know y'all, y'all went, uh, thoughts about that part. I Well, a few things. I feel like it was like Lemonade was like a diss record and like he was just responding. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yo, how she you put me quiet. out there and you know what I mean? Even though this is my wife, it was like the biggest diss record ever in a way. Like, wow, mm-hmm. this is really revelatory. So mm-hmm. maybe I should answer. So yeah. in, in some respects, it's like, oh, you know, this is my <laughs> apology record. But it's like it's an answer. Mm-hmm. I felt like to right. in, in some respects to what happened. But I also think it is like an evolved Jay or like a wounded Jay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're human and maybe I'm not always on or I'm not trying to build a career and I don't have mm-hmm. the same motivation to, you know, to mm-hmm. try to secure that. Like maybe I already did that. Like now mm-hmm. I just want to make art. I think a lot of artists do that, whether they be in hip hop or any other genre, like I want to experiment or I want to be creative or, yo, I'm just going to yeah. put this out on my own right. platform and do 10 songs and, and, and kind of, I don't know, take this moment. I do agree that people, uh, we're expecting that and I wonder you know like shout out to Beyonce in a way I feel like you know mm-hmm. she's doing formation and bringing this so they're seen as this unit in mm-hmm. a way as well and so Be- Beyonce's woke so <laughs> are you woke too <laughs> you know so like where's your woke album <laughs> and ain't y'all the woke couple like y'all was trying to get us to, to vote for Hillary and you were talking about Trump wasn't an evolved soul but mm-hmm. we'll get to that later so I mean <laughs> I think he he definitely I don't know like that's kind of part of the brand yeah and i think that their brand there's they have individual brands but i think they have a unified brand as well and i think this is part of not just his own personal legacy but almost like their family Mm -hmm. and what Mm -hmm. that looks like and how that presents like you know you still it's important that she's on family feud like it's important (laughs) to see like hey we've kind of worked through this and I'm a better man now. Like, even if yeah. you look at like on title, the footnotes and some of the video right, content that's, that's, that's coming out now. And he's sitting down and he's chopping it up with men. It's I was like, about to say with, with men, with men yeah. and talking mm-hmm. to men about his own evolution. So, and so I'm, it, I, I, right. to lyrics point it took a while. Right. Oh my God. But <laughs> we just thank the Lord for growth. It got here. It got here, here sooner than later. Yeah. Man, so it's worth celebrating right mm. um and i was gonna bring up the footnotes because i i've listened to the album a few times and the first footnotes you know they were really just advertisements for the the album itself mm. but when i saw the 
group of men he brought together in one room, in one space, it showed me that he's thinking about his legacy, not just his personal legacy, but what he can do to impact this black community Mm -hmm. and how toxic masculinity is really a poison in our community. Mm. To have Chris Paul, Anthony Anderson, Will Smith, you know, Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have people who Meek Mill, right? Like we joke about Meek Mill as a community all the time, but you have Meek Mill basically <laughs> joke s- about him as a community, <laughs> collectively. As a we collective. Joke. <laughs> but um, no, I feel you. Yeah, right. It's very so real. to have all of these men in the room who, for the first time in their life, have experienced money, have experienced power, mm-hmm. have experienced women, and have had to balance all of that out with love, mm-hmm. right? And not know not knowing whether that was actually love or not to have him get those men to to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. you know that the point that jesse williams brought up right was and i don't know if you all have had a chance no you probably should but because because they haven't been out that the videos haven't been out long right they may have been out for two days or so and i saw it as soon as (laughs) well because the footnotes explained Mm -hmm. to me what he wanted us to get out of the album so i didn't see it more i didn't see it from the business side i didn't see him wanting to leave a business legacy for your footnotes to be all around black men explaining toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. that to me said this is what i want this to be about in one point that one of the producers or former rappers I didn't recognize him but he had all these powerful men in the room so one of the guys said you know the line that stuck out to me was when you talked about wanting to leave a legacy for your children or having to explain to your children this hurt that they mm-hmm. you know you caused their mother mm-hmm. right um and I've never thought about that I'm not a parent and, but I do you know I can understand someone wanting to be better for their children yeah and that that's really the turning point for some people for some people you have to hurt somebody to the point that you know um you have to see how your your um just your actions hurt someone and for you to change Jaden just need to see Beyonce hurt he needed to see that his kids one day will see Lemonade Mm -hmm. see how hurt she was for him to change and for that to come out in the footnotes that to me was saying okay this is what he wants us to get out of this and he wants to challenge the whole community to to take a step further and and um, think about what accountability looks like. And as a black woman, I now feel accountable to myself and to my community in a whole different way than mm. I expected to. You know, now I'm like, I can't allow myself to be treated this way. You know, Jay mm. is telling me that <laughs> I too <laughs> am Beyonce <laughs> in my own right. Like, you know, you. I deserve an, an apology. <laughs> for four minutes and 44 <laughs> seconds. Right. I or had I'm a good mind to play some phone call to somebody and be like, so I'm saying I feel like I deserve four minutes. <laughs> where your album at? Right. Get involved. <laughs> right. or, or I'm going to hold you accountable by leaving. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to hold you accountable for getting therapy, for seeking help, for growing on your own. I can only help but so much. And I think as a woman, I've always wanted to nurture men. I've always wanted to be the glue to like piece these men back together, these broken men. And as much as I love the men in my family, the men in my community, the men who I've loved, you know, and just relationships. Jay is holding me accountable for saying your role is not always to well your role is not to Mm. be the glue all the time you gotta take care of yourself yeah you have to understand that accountability means holding somebody else accountable even if that means you're not at the table yeah and 
for me to see Beyonce's lemonade first, mm. I got that message very clear. Right. But to see him say, no, this is what I had to do to get my relationship back. Mm-hmm. That that held me up to a higher standard as a woman. It's real. Wow. That's very real. Um, do you have more thoughts, uh, Dan? <laughs> yeah, I want to hear your thoughts first. Yeah, though. what are yours? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm just listening to y'all. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, so I, I think the only thing I've really publicly tweeted about or, or like responded to about the album is just that like I said, you know, for people who there's a like in 2017, we think of Jay-Z as like a success and like on top. Mm-hmm. And it's very this album is super revelatory for people who like remember Jay when he was just one of many rappers out here. Like he was not always on top. He was not even considered the best for a very long time, even though like reasonable doubt was crazy. And we all heard it was like, yo, this dude's really talented. Mm-hmm. But like, like Biggie was yeah, alive. He wasn't the best uh, in like you said, like night and not even in like, you know, you go a few years later, you could make a strong case that I would stand by that like DMX was much larger in 98. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's like, you can go the year for year and be like, there were other artists, other rappers who were like, had much more heat and much more like importance in a way. Um, but facts. That's real. You know what I'm saying? That's just real. At the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, and it's like long stretch. Right. And so like, there is a bit of revisionist in like where people look back and they're like, man, Jay came in the game and, shut everybody down and Mm. we were all like like, nah it really wasn't like that and so for people I I, you know I listened to this album and I was this is the album that I want a a man who is about to turn 48 years old Mm. I want him to do this hip hop album and as someone who does hip hop and someone who does rap music like you know one of the things that's like a trite thing to say at this point is like that we don't really re-examine often is just that like, oh, hip hop's a young man's game or rap's a young man's game. It's like, okay, maybe in the late 70s, late mid to early 80s when it was still viewed as a fad, mm-hmm. it's not a fad anymore. Like once it, you know, overtook country as the largest selling in like, I think 97, and then just has been an influencer and bash, like it's influenced every other genre and like, for sure unrecognizably so like to where like if you move hip-hop or rap from american society you don't recognize our culture anymore you know what i'm saying and so it's one of these things where it's like where uh you can't keep saying this narrative like oh it's a young man's game because you have rappers getting older and people who grew up on rap who are older now and have families and have kids and have whatever and so it's really important to see an artist like who's at that age you know and you and then you then when you really look at ages you're like yeah you'd be shocked like okay like Eminem's like 45 I think at this Word. point yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying like and you're just like oh my god yeah so Snoop old. and him are the same age yeah. you know what I'm saying like and and just all of these things you look at and you're just like okay rap is in its mid to late 40s at this point and can like, it please mature yeah like and so you kind of want like alright I don't want them still talking about club I don't want them still talking about whatever what other things are they doing mm-hmm. and so with Jay like, like I said for someone who kind of has I, you know, I remember getting reasonable doubt. I remember playing that with my with my older brother. I remember all that. And I remember think there's so many things that this album answered in a lot of ways. A lot of like the individual stories of 
everything he addressed on Kill Jay Z, like all of those things, we kind of <laughs> like. I kind of, if you paid attention, you might you've probably heard the stories or you knew them already, but you never saw him talk so candidly about it, like straight admitting. Yeah, this. like he was just like, "Yo, like I stabbed Un on some reckless." Like you know, you your your excuse was he was talking to reckless. Like all of these things are just like, okay, cool. But the things that got more interesting to me were just like one. I mean, I thought four forty four. I just. I had to take a breath, like after mm-hmm. hearing mm-hmm. like his level of disclosure um, and like how honest he was. And honestly, by the time it got to Family Feud, uh, the which follows that with with when Beyonce came in on that, like it felt cathartic. Like I was just like, oh, they're still together. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, like, like I, I didn't know that you know we you survived. Yeah, like and you still don't know you know what's up. But I would say also that Legacy song, the last song on the mm-hmm. record. In which the first verse, he's completely just, you know, he's describing essentially a written will like to blue and saying, like, Mm -hmm. you should take this money and it goes here. And this I would like to see this go here, whatever. But that second verse in which he describes his issue with religion, that's always been something that's been fascinating to me because, Jay, you could always tell, like, like knew a lot about like you you could tell he was aware of spirituality and like mm-hmm. but you never got a good understanding of like how that played into his life and so we're talking i'm talking about content right now in terms of like these are the things that impacted me when i first heard the album and then just have stuck with me and stayed in rotation i would then say you know to your larger points dan which i think you know are interesting the other things that are brought up like the idea of generational wealth and the fact that and doc even mentioned this from clock radio speakers like Jay has this belief of like, you know, he's really pushing this idea of generational wealth and passing that on to your children and things like that. And yeah, there's parts of the story. There's parts of that uh, viewpoint that I believe are incorrect. I don't believe money saves us like at the end of the day. Right, right. And Jay at the end of the day is a hyper capitalist. Like Mm -hmm. he like it doesn't matter what's going on. He absolutely is like in the framework of capitalism. This is what we need to do. And similarly, there's people in black history who've always felt Booker T. Washington felt Mm -hmm. like capitalism was this is the way we make this work for us in this country or whatever. What I would say, though, you know, um, and yeah, no one addresses the fact like, okay, well, you know, Jay, you had initial seed money, which was illegal. Like you sold drugs for, you know, it's a very like like these are very like real parts. Right. (laughs) These are very real parts of the narrative that have to be discussed. But I don't think it changes like an overall outlook and viewpoint. And I do think that there are things that he espouses that are uh, applicable to people, regardless of your social stratus in which you can say like, okay, these are things which I can take responsibility. And I can think about, I don't have to live for the moment. And I can think about the, you know, what type of legacy I'm leaving. The idea that like the whole, like, cause what happened is he sold part of title to sprint they like took a third of whatever of the oh, stakers. So, yeah. And out wow. of that, out of that, then they got, you know, they right bought X for, amount, right at first. Refusal, yeah. And they got right, all this yeah. stuff like that. And so ah. there's ways in which he's going to make title profitable for him, even when mm-hmm. it's like failing into like, even with Best Buy now, like if you buy the album on Best Buy, you get the six month subscription to title mm. just built into your purchase of whatever. Um, but I don't, I just, I guess I just don't, I don't hold that again. Like once you realize Jay's a capitalist, I don't think that, I don't think that it undercuts the currency of like a very real humanity 
of like what he's displaying on on the album. That's that's a a v- great point. Yeah. Let me clarify though, like what I'm what I'm sure. saying, um, because I think your point's fair, and I don't think it actually contradicts what I'm saying. Um, so uh, I believe that the album is incredibly high quality, and this album will only age as it goes on like people will enjoy this age album better you age mean, better get you. like people will listen to this album for for years and years and years and it'll never be untrendy it'll never like so i think there's a lot of really good and the content i believe is very like transparent mm-hmm. i guess what i'm hoping or and i'm skeptical skeptical of mm-hmm. is that in five years we will there won't be another album or another thing that's like oh but there's like let me tell you this side of the story now too mm-hmm. and or like something comes out where it's like i just i don't know if i like really believe a lot of the things that he's like espousing mm-hmm. to be true in this moment like i think that they're true because we just like just like we all want and maybe that's maybe that's fair maybe it is like just how we espouse certain things to be true on Instagram that aren't necessarily the truest form of what is reality. Okay. Um, and we put them out as like, you know, quote unquote social media or in this case art. I just, I guess I'm very, very skeptical and I don't want to be disappointed. And maybe this is my MO in a lot of ways in this day and age. Like mm-hmm. I become skeptical so that I don't become disappointed. I don't hope in things so, to come because yeah. I'm like, Jay, I'm going to believe you. I'm going to buy into this, like, you're this incredibly, like, deep man that has a lot of these really cool thoughts, and I want to believe you, and then I find out in six months, like, all of it was bullshit. It's so damn with faint praise. I mean, I guess what I'd wonder then, like, so if this is Jay's last album, you'd love that, because this would be the end of... This would you could this, end this on this. This is a period. Of, like, like, like you, you literally had a like to your point. You had a will as your like last song. <laughs> like, I mean, but I, Jay's I agree proven with that actually. I mean, look, I. I was fine if he never released anything, even post. At this point, yeah. Honestly, post like, like after Lemonade, all like, I was just like, yo, I would much rather Jay be a happily married man and yes. father than an Get artist right. for me. That's like, why I, don't like I don't, I don't, I don't need Jay the when, artist anymore. When Jay retired when I was in high school, <laughs> and then he retired again. I hear what you're saying. You're like, so it's so like, yo, I needed to make an right? album, though. I needed that's, to fix exactly. titles, so let that, me. And that's why I don't believe it to some extent. Like, it, I know that man fixed his marriage like nine months ago. Like, he didn't need to put out a song that like that told the world that he fixed his marriage. He could show up at like the Grammys with Beyonce and everyone's like, Oh, I guess he fixed his marriage. I but that- see, I, I, I personally want, I, I'm glad that he did. I wasn't missing it, but that's my you point. Know, life I'm was- glad he did, <laughs> right. but I wasn't like, yo, you, I need to hear right. something. I was continue. expecting nothing from him for him to be on uh Khaled's. What was the single? <laughs> I got the key, the key, the key. No, oh, like the shining, shining. Shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my song. Yeah. And for him to make that appearance and them, the two of them to be together and showing up at award shows, that did it for me because yeah, it's, it showed it's me, right, I'm not invested in what's happening in their marriage. I'm just happy to see things are going well. Mm-hmm. But for him to put this out and then to have the footnotes follow is him mm-hmm. saying to me, you know, this is an opportunity for all of us to grow. Yeah. And when you see it from somebody with that type of power mm-hmm. who is saying, I have Beyonce, 
who everybody knows who Beyonce is. There's a clip of him in a, um, in a New York City uh, subway and he's interviewing an older white, or he's talking to an older white woman and uh, the woman doesn't know who he is. Okay, let me give a little context. Oh. So it, oh, okay. he's on the like, he had like, like five oh. sold out shows oh, at the Barclays mm-hmm. and he takes the train to his last show <laughs> and he's on the train <laughs> nice. and he just sits down and there's this white woman who has no idea who he is mm-hmm. and he just kind of talks to her pretty casually mm-hmm. like yeah no continue. thank you for that because yeah, yeah. I was like yeah I didn't know why he was on the train yeah, again yeah, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah so she doesn't know who he is but he says something about Beyonce and she knows who Beyonce is That's like crazy. oh I know who Beyonce is right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. so the fact that he's married to this woman who we all have just seen broken we've all seen hurt it showed me that you know even as regular people, you know, people who are living our, our, our you know, day to day, nine to fives, people who don't have, you know, we're not thinking about generational wealth. We're just trying to make it right. We're, we're not thinking about the things that he's thinking about every day because um, we're not all at that level. We don't all have that type of power. But he's basically saying I'm at the top. Me and my, my wife and I are at the top. Our family is at the top but we are flawed Mm -hmm. and here's something you can learn from this is something i've had to learn because when you get to that point you think those people don't have problems and if they do they talk to their therapist about it i'm glad he brought what he was talking to his therapist about to the public because there are men who will never seek therapy Mm -hmm. because they think well if if jay if beyonce forgave jay-z i can do this to you know there were certainly uh some troubling twitter comments that you that Mm -hmm. saw going out there like you know Shit, if Jay can cheat on Beyonce and she right. take him back, then you Why know, you like, me? yeah, like right. I mean, really kind of crazy stuff like that. But you know, I would, I would agree in the sense of like, I what you said initially really resonate with me, like lyric that like I wasn't like looking for mm-hmm. another Jay Z album, right. especially after Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Like, bro, <laughs> you don't have no, you don't have anything else to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. like I can't be up here talking about Picasso, but I'm not buying a Picasso ever. <laughs> like, you could just it's fine, but. Uh, but when I heard this, this is like that. So much of this album was like, oh, these are the things that I always knew Jay could talk about. Mm-hmm. And I just and I never thought we'd ever see it. I never thought we'd get that. And I think and I think the reason why I kind of started with the idea of like some of us just remember Jay when he was not on top is mm-hmm. that it's hard to explain. I do this often with Beyonce. Like, <laughs> I think Beyonce's I think Beyonce's dope. I don't love Beyonce like every like. A lot can't, of people. can't reach like where like the love that black women in particular have for Beyonce. Like I can't even come close, right? I get it. And so I always tell people, I'm just like, you know, when 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 women go crazy, but certainly when black women go crazy over Beyonce, I'm just like, yo, let them have, yo, let them eat their cake. Like, why am I about mm-hmm. to like jump in on that? Yeah. And I always go on the reverse side of that. Like, women don't get mad at like if a dude loves watching football and like don't just up and complain like man they talking about football like (laughs) that's just what they love like that's Beyonce's what and so I it's hard to explain that like sometimes it's hard for women to explain why Beyonce means so much to Mm -hmm. them that she Mm -hmm. means and I think that for a segment of people segment of black men in particular Mm -hmm. like Jay-Z just means that he mean like he's so he's just this dude who was so confident all the time and mm-hmm. always like winning, winning, winning mm-hmm. all the time. And so when we saw him getting 
Elf. Beat in that elevator. <laughs> mm-hmm. We saw, you know what I'm saying? Like Whoa. the lemonade. When we saw it's just like so what good? happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like seeing the other side of Disney. Like right. you're like, what? This yeah. is Santa not Santa Claus is fake. Hi, yeah. Right. What is you know what I'm saying? And so there's a level of of um moving the needle for a certain segment. And like mm-hmm. young dudes might might be like, Yo, I, yeah, Jay don't mean that to me. Like I'm It was I responsible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I very felt true. like it was right. a responsible thing to very... do. And I it was manhood. Like no matter how long it took, true. it was manhood. And you don't really see that displayed. Right. Like I'm done with guys his age talking about dumb stuff. Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, thank yeah. you. Right. I always get really angry when there's a rapper that's my age. I'm like, come on, bro. Right. Right, right, We're right. the same age. <laughs> What are you play doing? that game what you- on, on the microphones. <laughs> but man, we was in like second grade together. And you trying to tell me you believe that lie? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm so past that. So sure. I'm grateful that, and it was so amazing, the response. It was almost like this fathering moment. No, it was right? Like he's sunning, be- like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, this is the conversation and I'm going to lead you into this conversation. And I'm not even really that an expert Mm-hmm. Really, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of am like fumbling through this myself. Sure, but he even there's one line, and I can't remember the song. Where he talks about purpose, and it's I think mm-hmm. he gets to discover his purpose whenever he discovers it, and mm-hmm. I think that there's some level of that happening as well yeah. on like a deeper level. Like, yo, I have he understands his influence, mm-hmm. but I think this could have been, I mean, it was like a real moment. I almost lost my family. Yeah. Right. That's different. Yeah. Like everybody can't, yeah. yeah, I almost lost my family. So yeah. perhaps it was way more arresting for him than we even realized. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, it's, it's a, I mean, it's, I'd think back to the black album when he's like, you know, truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense, but I did five mil. I ain't rhyme. I ain't rhyming like common sense. And you just think like, yo, it's like full circle. Like it's crazy. Cause at this point, like, dude, let me be a not only not only not only are you rhyming like that but you're also like you're with you're with like common's producer like Mm -hmm. no idea is the one who produced Mm -hmm. all of common you know at least up until you know uh resurrection and one day all makes sense so it's just like like yo it's crazy like what had to happen for him to get here and the ways in which he's been you know it's and and i'll say this last thing because i hadn't talked about but like i think the other part is that even when you listen to the recording, like his vocal, it sounds like a scratch vocal. Like it sounds like this is just like, I'm, I'm not performing these songs. I'm literally just like Emoting. getting this out. Mm-hmm. Like he, there's no like over inflection. It's just very raw in the way that the vocal, that in the way that he's performing the vocals. And I think that, you know, that that's also its own level of just like, yeah, you know, it's, it's stripped down in a way that I think is very honest. Now, again, to that end, Again, I say Jay is like an uber cap capitalist. He is going <laughs> to find a way to market yes. and get this to the market in a way that in which like, oh, yeah. you're going to want to buy into this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to take a I'm not going to take a L like I'm not going to financially take a L, which is how you get, you know, Sprint buying up a million copies of the album, you know, within four days. And so he's platinum, yeah. you know, the fake platinum you're talking about earlier. So he's but- not going to take a L. But I think I think the people are also responding to it. So it's not like I'm just sending this to companies and no one wants it. It's like the people also want it too. It's just that they're, you know, the companies are fronting the it's money. It's good art. Let me it say is. that. It's yeah. good art. And yeah. it's good business. I hope that, I hope that what we find out is that it, the art, um, 
is honest is truly honest in the long term yeah skip like time frame of things that's fair yeah. That's yeah, it, it's good art. It's good business. It's a soap opera. Yeah, you know, and that's she what I'm afraid to... of. It's like, am I buying? Like, and, and again, like, I don't know anymore in this world what's real anymore, right? <laughs> like, I feel like I live in a VR world that, like, <laughs> I be, like, I feel like I can touch this album. I feel like it's honest. I feel like it's yeah. human. Mm-hmm. But like, Donald Trump's our president. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh what, what, what is real anymore? And like. And I guess, like, I appreciate y'all's genuine, like, desire to believe, and it, it's rubbed off on me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I would say this. I was, some like, last night, I was literally watching, like, a clip on YouTube from On the Run, mm-hmm. like, the final night in Paris. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, so in love with her, it's ridiculous. And mm-hmm. he's smitten, and he, he literally, in the middle of it, says, this is real life. Mm-hmm. And he's laughing, and he kind of throws her off. Yeah. I feel like that moment was real and genuine as yeah. well. But then yeah. when you look at the timeline, it's like, well, where in that space was you going? <laughs> You know, you know, but there's the there's the. I think it's all bonus. real. Is my no, point I feel is you. that all of it? I think it's all real. Like mm. you suck sometimes, you're great mm-hmm. sometimes. You're a good husband sometimes. What are you doing right, right, right now? I want to like, kill you I'm right now. Kill yeah. you right yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah. I think that like, why can't all of it be real and mm, it just true. be a part of the story? Like there's twists and right. turns and all of our lives are being written and we're co-creating and, right. and making it great and making it horrible. So I believe. you believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Well, I believe. Yeah. Rihanna the Yvette. Lord. <laughs> I mean, she I just gospeled me. She just she gospeled me. She just gospeled me. Come on. <laughs> the doors of the church are open. Okay. Is there another? For you. Is, Is there, there another? another? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, because I... We put their relationship on a pedestal, so it like we not just the people in it, not not the people in this room necessarily, but as a society, especially as the black community, we put their relationship and black love, and we put it on a pedestal. Um, but they are real people, yeah. and it was just they did it for the culture, right? I appreciated that. So that's real. That is real. I mean, I think I think it's I think it's good, and even you know. Uh, the you know beneath Dan's rib cage where there used to be a heart, uh, <laughs> uh, even there you know that desire to push and for, like the to, Grinch to, to, to desire three times today <laughs> <laughs> to desire honesty is is real. I, I you know I do think there's a level of just trying to you know uh, you know we want honesty from our artists and I would think we'd want it from our government officials. Mm-hmm. I would think, uh, but. You know, we have recent Get news. <laughs> we have recent news. Uh, uh, just moving to our second topic of. So there were the so all throughout the campaign, we heard about emails. But apparently, would have thought? but apparently not the emails <laughs> we were thinking we needed to be hearing about. Um, there were others. There were other emails, <laughs> other emails. that. Uh, but no, um, you know, I'm not going to do the best job uh, kind of. I guess encapsulating this entire story, but at the end of the day, we've had rumors and floatings and things about like uh, Russia. Obviously, like I think it's somewhat confirmed at this point that there was Russian tampering into the election, not like the actual, you know, who voted for right. whom that thing, but just like there was. A concerted effort with uh, Russian meddling into our election. One of those things, though, that has been kind of dogging uh, the Trump campaign uh, throughout the Trump campaign and even the Trump administration has just been thoughts and concerns and accusations and allegations that 
they had met they're just they're they had met with uh someone from you know that they had met with russian officials or people representing the russian government and um throughout all the time there's just been a large and flat denial like this is not the case it's not true we've not done this anywhere no one in our administration has done this that has proven to not be true more than a few times you know just to pull out you know of course michael flynn who uh it was shown that even prior to Trump getting into office uh, had been kind of going through Russian back channels, I think is what that Jeff Sessions, Jeff Sessions as well. All of these people who swore under oath that they hadn't been talking to the Russians are going to jail soon. We will talk about that. We'll see. But yes, they, they, uh, all these people had swore they had never spoken to the Russians. Somehow, once they get presented with the evidence that, oh, this shows that you actually had, then they go, oh, yeah, now I remember that one time that I did. It was just omission. It wasn't, I wasn't lying under oath. Yeah, yeah, I just kind of forgot. But most recently was uh, (laughs) apparently uh, it was said to, it was going to be uh, released by the New York Times. Um, that Donald Trump Jr. had met with a someone who is essentially a lobbyist uh, on behalf of Russian elite and Russian government um, and that this person had said that they had some damaging information uh, up to the Clinton campaign and that had asked for a meeting with Donald Trump Jr. and um, through an emissary. I can't remember the guy's name, but Goldman, I think was his name. Uh, And so uh, New York Times was actually preparing the story to release, at which point I believe that was just yesterday. Wasn't it just yesterday that Donald Trump Jr. started tweeting Uh, out what this course at 11 p.m. after denying. Yeah. After denying the Russian Russian lobbyist that this was not the case. uh, He then it was just interesting because one of the started to what's said in the emails is very explicit, like. Hey, I might have information. This person might. This person is said to have information, you know, against the Trump camp or against the Clinton campaign. And I think he says something like, "Oh, that'd be great," or like, "I love it." I love it. That's what he says. I love it. And so he goes and uh, he meets with. And it should be pointed out, like in that email where he's describing this information, mm-hmm. he he says this is in like in collusion or in like in accordance with the Russian government supporting the Trump, Trump campaign. Yes, yes, that is important to exactly. say. Yeah. Uh yes, it there was a very expressed purpose as to why that was that was that was stated as to why where this was coming from. So, he now says that he met with them but didn't get any like noteworthy information or whatever and so he was just like, you know, whatever. Like it, you know, it it kind of doesn't matter now because I couldn't use anything. But that doesn't address that doesn't undercut actual like collusion, which that it seems like it would be completely he'd be completely guilty of like from the idea of because I think collusion is even if you solicit, if you solicit or um, I can't remember all the like the three main words under the under accordance with the law, but essentially he was conspiring with a foreign government. They cannot gain value from any foreign government. So that's monetary Correct. and information. Mm-hmm. So in in this way, we're just talking about the idea of. So, oh, and to continue foreign the contributions, point, foreign right, contributions. Right. There we go. Uh, and so Donald Trump Jr. then tweets this all out. There's all these other components to the story. Also, the fact that like the New York Times, he tweeted it out almost to like 
not almost, but because he wanted to get ahead of the fact that New York Times were going to release this story. There was a journalist who was an independent journalist who also had been working on this forever. And um, he had a Twitter meltdown because he uh, he had been working on this story and all of a sudden it gets tweeted out. Uh, And then you also had the president himself then following back and saying, like applauding his son for his transparency and saying like, this is a witch hunt. This is yeah, and just say like it's wonderful. Point. <laughs> it's wonderful. So I mean, I don't really know where to go with this other than I just feel like I do feel like that dog like in front of this burning house or in this burning house, just like everything's fine. Like what what can you do about like I feel like every single day there is something else that is It's tiring, isn't it? Can I give I'm you like, good what news? What month is it? Can what, I give what, you good news? What, what's up, Dan? Since I since you guys good news me into believing <laughs> he's that like that for, good news me. Good news you. At the end of this everyday like thing is Watergate. Like at the end of this is an ending to this. I mean, it it's the beginning today like the so uh the the like three Democrats basically uh filed for articles of impeachment today, which doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And in fact, is way too early and yeah. somewhat problematic that they would file that right now because there is no grounds for impeachment yet, but it's coming. Like, it you is so. coming. Like the, the, like, the rats are going to start jumping. Like, the people mm-hmm. will start to be sitting in front of the Judiciary Committee. They will be put under oath and they will be said, like, if you lie, you will go to jail. Let's be clear. It will happen. How? Wh- why are you so certain about that? Mm-hmm. Be- because there's because history why do repeats you, why, itself. Why do you believe in America so much? Because I have to. Okay. I have to, and I and I think again, I still believe like we we do live in a society that reg- like like think about every Trump voter and and the fact that this health care bill is coming. And that everyone wants an escape from this health care bill right now. No Republican wants to touch it because That's it's going to fail. And when midterm elections come around, they will lose the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. So everyone's staring down at this like impending doom. And, and all Republicans, which I am one, mm-hmm. is staring down at this like midterm election to say like, oh, God. Like, and we are, we're going to ride this ship down? No, mm-hmm. no, no. How do we get out of this situation? And... I just know that I believe in the greed of power mm-hmm. in the Republican Party and in politics in general that like it will, in this case, set itself right by say, like dissing itself from Trump and basically making him a scapegoat for a lot of bad decisions that the Republican Party has made over the last uh, I, I will definitely switch seats with you for this one and I will be the cynic on okay, this one because cool, cool, I, cool. I, I am not <laughs> He's like relieved. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm, the, I'm, I'm the happy guy. guy. <laughs> I'm the happy guy. This one, I am not role. there because I, I just I don't I don't trust the country and I feel like I, I have I mean, that's, history it's an on my fair. side yeah. to to, to say as much I mean part of it why has he gotten this far that's my question uh, right Be, I, I, I mean I mean and if it's you can jump happen, in why hasn't it happened already so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cite the Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl and why I believe in America <laughs> this right is gonna now. be awesome oh, please. this is fantastic <laughs> go in Dan, so go in. I believe they were in playing mo- the Patriots yes. so let's continue to talk <laughs> about I believe in momentum mm-hmm 
Donald Trump is here today to answer your question because of momentum. He okay. literally jumped on a ship and people didn't know how to stop it. Okay. And the momentum, like in the Super Bowl, is swinging <laughs> to the other side and everyone's watching the game or is about to start watching the game being like, oh, they're going to lose. They're up by seven like or four mm. scores. Like, there's no way they should lose this game. Just run mm. the ball. Just don't tweet out your emails. Just don't do dumb things, <laughs> and you will spend four years in the White House, and no one will be the wiser. Mm. But you're just – it's self-sabotage. Like, at the end of the day, I genuinely believe, too, that, that Trump doesn't want to be president of this country. I thought that often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that before. And I concur. Yeah. And right. so I think that there's a level of, like – He's like, I want to get back to doing business my way. I don't want to, mm-hmm. like, again, so, I'm getting so, into some yeah. pretty heavy conspiracy, but. I understand, but I guess. Assumptions. It, it's awesome because I just feel like black people always get, con- like, always get accused of having conspiracies. And I'm like, I love it when white people have conspiracies, too. <laughs> like, I think it's, because I just think it's awesome. But nonetheless, I do feel like, so here's the thing. Like, I thought for a long time Donald Trump does not want to be president. Mm-hmm. I still kind of feel like he doesn't want to be president. Mm-hmm. But I feel like more than not wanting to be president, he never wants to lose. And I don't know how you don't, I don't know how you don't lose and not be president anymore for him, like mm-hmm. seeing it that way. And so I feel as though there's, a, there's things he will do at this point or those around him will do to keep him in that office like I, I just I don't just for the sake of winning yeah just like I just don't and 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 the thing is is like so I agree there's all of these there's that there's this terrible disastrous healthcare bill mm-hmm. that Mitch McConnell is trying to you know finagle into uh into a vote that that that, that will be favorable for them and the Republican Party has, is like desperately in desire of a win with this administration because they haven't mm-hmm. gotten one yet post-election right like they're like they want a legislative win right like they they don't have anything my thing though is like i feel like this russian thing is important but i also am like there's so many other terrible things that is happening right now right it's a distraction that we're not even focused on that we're not focused on because we're thinking about the russian part and i'm like and and i agree i don't think I think articles of impeachment is too early. I don't think any of these, I don't think we have a case to do anything with mm-hmm, the right. Russian part. Meanwhile, we have this healthcare bill. We have this defunding of regulation. We have this like stripping of like, I just think that there's so many parts of this that are, I just don't, I have no very little faith in like, yeah, this is actually a tide turner only because why would this be it and not the 511 things that he did before now? Not 511. That no, right. that should have done it. You know what I mean? But I'm just I sad mean, about how much longer this is going to play out cuz you're mm-hmm. I was reading today like you're a year away sure. or more of like some level of indictment or anything like that. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so we going to just have to watch this show again and again like every day as more stuff kind of unfolds. I don't know. It's just so draining. I mean, and it goes back to the original point of me not having faith in this country. I mean, I'm proud to be American mm-hmm. because my ancestors built this country, but I would like to, you know, have a renewed sense <laughs> of, of faith. In people. Like, I want to yeah. believe that a Trump presidency could bring people to read more, could bring people to learn more about to local. Vote. Right. Like, 
who are your local representatives? What are they actually pushing? What are their agendas? Like, I was hoping that this presidency would do that once I realized this is, you know, what we were going to deal with. <laughs> this is our and lot now, life. <laughs> Right. And now I realize this is why we have the president we have. It's nobody's asking the real questions. We're so easily distracted as a country. We say, you know, whichever party, you know, you're affiliated with, it's mm-hmm. like we are so easily distracted. You say Russia, we're like, we automatically go back. It's like squirrel. It's That's like, exactly we, we right. Go, we go back to what we were talking about as soon as he was elected. And it's like, no, let's go back to this health care bill because it is impacting us. us. <laughs> Individual families yeah. are being impacted. And I love when you see commercials that show you, you hear testimonies about how actual people are going to be impacted by this new bill and, you know, what quote unquote Obamacare, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, at least we're now talking about the facts, but then you throw Russia in, then you throw um, Sean Spicer and, you know, manifesting. And I, right. And I think about how the role we play in it. I look at SNL, right? Love SNL, right? But Melissa McCartney playing Sean Spicer is the that then becomes a distraction from what he's actually saying. Mm. You know, yeah. it's funny, but we are drawn to distractions from d- distractions from reality, and this I think is just another one of them. Yeah. So let me just sprinkle some hope back on our our pity party <laughs> over you. here. So I Thank will you. say like uh, just one example in our state in our like in our voting area. Like, the John Ossoff race is an example that people are paying attention. Like, Mm -hmm. that seat is the most historic Republican seat in the state. Mm -hmm. And a Democrat almost won. Like, But did he almost win? Because I feel like once everyone keyed in on it, I'll I'll admit that it forced Republicans to actually have to campaign here, which is which incredible. they never had to do. They it would just be like, oh, this is a given, whatever. But but like once the once the once it came time to actually vote, what it was what a a pretty a pretty solid fifty two. 48 okay, win. but you're talking about a seat that historically runs like seventy thirty. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you're talking about a seat that that like these that people go on to be governors from this seat in a republican dominated state i agree with Mm. that my i guess my part is not i don't dispute the idea that people are paying attention right like i i do think that we that 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 race proves that that like paying attention part of it though is because it was the first runoff election in which it was viewed as a referendum on the trump presidency and so it got national eyes like mm-hmm. everyone started to talk about it sure. so there's that part of it my level of skepticism though comes in the form of i believe that the Re- just calling what it is the republicans have played this strategically better for longer and what i mean by that is that what they've done with zoning districts means that because it's not as though the majority of people voted for Trump anyway. Sure. And so my my case is that the way in which gerrymandering has occurred, that I, I'm i not confident that Democrats will win back both part, both houses in midterms. I think it's possible Democrats could win the House. I don't think we'll win the Senate. I just don't think that'll be the case or whatever. And I and, and I could easily see it where like they the republicans could still hold on to it to both sides of of uh 
of Congress. And I just and so parts of this is just that, like, I feel like strategically wise, they have positioned themselves in the way in which like they've kind of insulated themselves from actual damage. Like once you've accepted the fact that we're going to be unpopular, we're going to be viewed as racist, we're going to be viewed as xenophobic, we're going to be viewed as heartless, we're going to be viewed as whatever. But at the end of the day, we're going to be fiscally responsible and we're going to just take those social bruises that comes with conservatism. I feel like once they once you like accept that as your identity, which it sometimes it feels like a lot of the Republican Party has. But once you accept that as that identity, then you're able to like situate yourself in a way in which you're like, yeah, we can handle this, you know, this negative these negative press cycles because we're still not letting go of power. Mm. And that's that's my cynicism where I'm just like, like you're just I, keeping your head down. I'm just like, yeah, I, I know y'all ain't happy, but oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you know, I don't think the Republican Party is going to go like find a moral compass. So let's let's be clear about it. Like <laughs> I don't think politics is going to find a moral compass anytime soon. Let me be very clear. There are absolutely 100% complete moral Republicans out there. Like that's not my argument sure, no, that no, no, there are. But aren't, I'm just saying as a general as a, party, as a whole, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's I, a lot of issues. And, yeah, I, yeah. and as someone who in the past, not in this past election cycle, but in the past as identified as Republican. Like, sure. I mean, again, fiscal <laughs> capitalism, Jay-Z, we are all on the same page. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Full circle. So, but I do think, like, literally I was watching the news today because I was like, today's an interesting day. Mm-hmm. Today's, like, today <laughs> is like, if you if you watched the news today, like, Fox News Today for the first time distance itself from Donald mm. Trump. Like for the first time they like had multiple people on that were like, look, I've been riding with this dude and I can't anymore. Mm. Like this was, and again, am I, am I saying that this is like the, t- the, the, like the tipping the, point, the tipping point? Mm. no, but I do mm. think it's coming. I and you. I do think that yeah. more and more, it's the crack harder, is widening. it's harder and harder and harder to associate to be a part of what is happening in the Donald Trump camp. Mm-hmm. And the more and more people that say, you know what, I can't do it anymore, the closer and closer we are to, you know, at least being rid of a maniac as, right. as president. I feel you. I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, want, I hope you're right. I really do hope you're right. And, and you very well may be. I just, there's these parts of me that just have a level of like, I mean... Let's go through the list of of things that have been done. Sure, and people last, get away with. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I and I just feel like it. it, it it's just really day. tough to 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 see it in that way. But I mean, I, I we could probably benefit from a uh, uh, I don't know, just someone to rescue us, <laughs> a superhero of sorts, <laughs> a a Some a justice. strong man. Oh come on, a, everybody. Cheesy movie. Just someone who could just. This whole thing is such a movie. Like every time we're like the Russians, it just sounds like bad <laughs> yeah, scripting. I didn't. Yeah, this is. I just remember. Yeah, like in the eighties, it was like. Yeah, like in the eighties, it was like always the, like always the Russians always were the, the bad Russians. ones, you know. And the then Russians, it, you know? Then it became, but so yeah, but I I think if we might need a superhero to save us, someone who of supernatural strength, of supernatural power, <laughs> you know, someone with uh the body of a Greek God pause. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but um, someone like 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson yes. to the come pe- through the people's elbow the, the, to give the people's elbow the people's to all champ, absolutely. The I mean, he might be a communist. He might be socialist. So the people's elbow—that's just not. And then, and then Vice President Bernie Sanders. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> that would be a pair. Could you imagine? Oh my oh. gosh! But no. Um, apparently, uh, the Rock uh, is wants to run for president. Twenty twenty. Hey. What do you say? I mean, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm assuming he's got to be at least more attractive than Donald Trump as, <laughs> as, as our, uh, you know, executive in chief, uh, president in chief. Well, like, would, could you see yourself voting for the rock at all? Possibly star of the Baywatch reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like funny, but then I'm like, yo, uh-huh. the dude who is the star of The Apprentice is the president. So is it really crazy? I hate that I'm about to say this. But Go for it. I struggle with this one. Really just depending on who he's up against. <laughs> so it depends on the other side. Yeah, I'm just like. So if you had to choose between The Rock and Trump. Well. Who would you like if he became the like? We're women though. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> is, he, is he a registered Democrat? Is that? I have is, no idea. I'm I, sure. I he, have no idea either. But I would assume like, however, if he's thinking about running in 2020, he's thinking of running as the opposition, That's true. regardless. So yeah. And and I hate that I'm at this point politically, but it would be a vote against Trump and yeah. not a vote for The Rock. And that's what this last election was for me, mm. too. It was a vote against Donald Trump. Gotcha. And I want to get back to a point where I'm voting for a person. I was <laughs> I was bought in when Barack was running. I, mm. I was voting for him. I was voting for Michelle. I was voting for the family. I was not voting against Hillary, um, you know, in the initial parts. I wasn't voting against Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. I was. McCain, yeah. Yeah. Or McCain. Um so back when politics made sense right so yeah that's it's unfortunate that that's where i am with it but i'd have to vote for the rock (laughs) the way the rock johnson oh man um yeah that's i don't know i'm just i have nothing i'm that's that's such a tragic idea right because it's like but but what it says to me is that if that was the case and two reality stars were oh my, I'm moving. That's cont- that right there. We'll see. That's the one. Passport but, on deck. But like, no other I'm country out. has proven that mm. <laughs> to me. Like no other country I've visited or mm. that I've been exposed to has shown me that they know how to deal with this any better. Mm. And it, it, it's un- it's unfortunate. Maybe I'm just not as well traveled <laughs> as I as I'd like to be. Mm. But America is the only place I I know to mm-hmm. live the dream that I want to to live and to know that I'd have to choose like if I was in that position yeah. I I choose the the guy oh. who used to do the people's eyebrow when I was <laughs> in fifth grade I'd choose him to be president because that's what it would have come down to I hear you I'm just the right. thought is just very depressing what, what's crazy to me is so I used to like stand on this platform of I didn't love politicians I didn't love po- professional politicians Mm-hmm. Who went to Harvard? Yeah, went to right. got their degree in constitutional law for the mm-hmm. sole purpose of becoming politicians. Like right. that was not a like an attractive thing to me. Yeah, I'd agree. How I'm coming back to that place of like crazy. I want a president who at least like went to an Ivy League school and understands constitutional law. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> like yeah. there, I didn't, I, I, I underestimated the value <laughs> of under of like someone who's like oh. 
Yeah. You actually can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. doesn't waste our time in our news cycle in order to like tell yeah. us that he's going to try. So, the ro- voting for the like, if it was Donald Trump to to like the what if scenario <laughs> that you presented, like, yeah, absolutely, I would I would vote for a rock over like a rock, <laughs> not the rock, a rock. No, uh, over well, Donald Trump. Third party candidate. No, because you set the scene. Hypotheticals. Yeah. Who's the third party? <laughs> Who's what? the green party? <laughs> I need to know. What else? We got? New? Where's new? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just you know to be clear that there was there's a committee that filed. Uh, to draft the the actor as president on his behalf, so he didn't do this. Who's the committee? He's talking, what are they the committee. <laughs> the committee is called Run the Rock 2020. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Filed yeah. on behalf of the uh, Moana Art uh, Actors' behalf with the Federal Election Committee Sunday, and yeah. Um, oh, he's he is Samoan. You said the Moana. Um, yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. See, look at them coming together, like <laughs> trying to give the nation an example. <laughs> but. Um, but no, I mean, so I agree with you, Dan, in the sense that like I also I I still have an issue with like career politicians like mm-hmm. like I would like, you know, I just I I feel as though there was a level of, you know, uh, I don't know when the whatever Continental Congress and when all these things were created, like I feel like there was less of a divide perhaps between like you understand how to function in real life and you are also you know, a politician in this way. And now it's just like, no, like all I know, like I have no other skill other than being in government. And And buying Picassos. There you go. I'm going to keep tying it in. (laughs) But I do, I do think that like the level of like, but I, I do think that, yeah, I would, I would much rather prefer someone who at least has some understanding of the way in which government runs sure. in which a you know vocabulary man let's talk about it proper Just syntax large hands uh, but, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless uh yeah but you know it it is interesting i think that if the rock did run it'd be it'd be like the i feel like once that barrier has been removed like which it it has been removed like if Trump is in office as anything is probably, possible, like literally, like, I think that's what's so frustrating because I'm looking at y'all like that's tragic, but it's realistic. Yeah. And like the reality of that is just like, oh, so, so let me ask you this, uh, Yvette Ayana, <laughs> please yeah. tell me if not the rock or rather with, you know, since we have Trump in office and he's a reality show star, uh, can you think of another reality show actor, actress, star that you would rather see or that you could see in office and that you would support? Okay, so like, I think I got this like slick wrong, but I was thinking like Susie Orman, but she's not like been on a reality, but she's like mm. a show. Yeah. You know, I was trying to think like, who's she smart? She does know money. I feel like she would shut it. She would shut ish down she, would, she shuts down people who talk she stupid on like, stupid. like when they're calling they're just like no that's dumb let me tell you what you need to do with your money. If just for budgetary reasons alone like that she would at least go through and like or or somebody from shark tank like somebody with a bit that's what's up with the business mind but like that's what's proper up syntax and like you that's know what i mean up. like just being isn't um decent isn't um Mark Cuban? I'm yeah, like, let's pick say Mark Cuban. I will off say the Shark Tank, and I think I could see Mark Cuban running. Like, I think I think that's a very honestly real possibility. A real possibility. Yeah. Well, that's that's what's up. That's that's 
That's what I got. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who you got, Dan? So I thought a lot about this. <laughs> <laughs> you look so mischievous. I, I, I didn't know I you did. as a little boy, but you just gave me like I'm like baby a nine year old. Like, baby baby <laughs> so my my <laughs> vote would be for Lin Manuel. Oh. Mm, I like him. Like, okay. Hamilton. So we're just grabbing any star. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, did it, oh, it had to be TV. I was thinking a reality, <laughs> reality. TV star right. because oh, Trump what? was a reality TV, TV star, star. <laughs> but. Please give me your. I thought your it was just manual. star, like who, like who's a celebrity that's, man, that has that's, no. That's, that's, that opens up a lot about the, right. the key, but no. Sorry, let, I didn't, continue I didn't, to make your that case that does though. probably broaden things. Yes, it but does. like, I mean, this man has spent at least the last decade, like, or I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah. know when he started writing Hamilton, nah, but decade, like, yeah. like, but working through like American history, presidential history, yeah. Dude, like syntax, <laughs> the ability to syntax write, could give us like a high sixteen for his like State mm-hmm. of the Union address. Understands yeah. like the free market and what that does, and the positivity that that ha- that that brings, but also the limitations that it causes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude has lived in a microcosm of the success and failures of capitalism for mm. the last four years. Like, okay. I feel like he understands. And understands now what it is to be like, probably as someone um, who is part of like the free market that's actually dictating legislation and, and other things and having meetings and, and and that he never expected to have. So, um, yeah, you, he'd be you someone definitely super. thought about this. You mm-hmm. definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what's <laughs> He's up. like, yes, yeah. I'm very satisfied with my selection. <laughs> so, Lin Manuel, if you need someone to be your campaign manager, you give me a shout. <laughs> that is what's up, man. I, I mean, do you are you do you have yours? Uh, president and vice president. President Ooh. and oh come on, come man, on. put together yeah. this entire yeah. cabinet lyric. If Let I me see. This. Just these He's got two. a full ticket, I, baby. I, I feel like yes, reality stars. Yes, okay. So we are in Atlanta. Yes, um, uh, the Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. I would, I would vote for Phaedra Parks tomorrow. Oh no! I'd be the campaign manager. Oh, I, 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 for just, president, for president of the United States of America. Of exactly, uh, right? Of these, of, <laughs> of which America? Oh, North shit. America. This one, and. She she's the lawyer. <laughs> she will convince you that she knows and practices all types of oh my goodness. <laughs> she will convince you <laughs> because she clear Oh, she's so good at it. She's so good at convincing you that she knows what she's talking about because she has her degree. She will put you in place. She is. Oh, I love how she just, she runs the show whenever she, listen, I love Miss Phaedra Parks. And she, she can lie through through her teeth. (laughs) Which you see is definitely a skill. Right. And then go behind the scenes. Yes. Get whatever she needs, get all of her ducks aligned. You know, make sure that she's presenting actual receipts when she comes back wow it could have been a lie it could have been an alternative fact wow when she first came to you yeah but she will have corrected the experience that is what's, <laughs> by wow. the next time wow and, and I, I appreciate it because uh you know black woman the gods <laughs> they, they, they make magic work behind the scenes wow. so i trust her I, I would if, if we had to you know i would trust her with my okay. government <laughs> The one in my mind, at least. Let's start Understood. There. Okay. Um, my vice president would be Judge Mathis. 
Wow. Uh, because I, reality, okay. I feel like, you know, you want people who understand the law. And these are two very unapologetic folks who they don't mind calling. Wow. <laughs> you know, they don't mind calling a spade a spade. I appreciate people who can, you know, pull a Maxine Waters on you out of nowhere and be like, so this is how you all have been operating. This yeah. is how this, you all being the nation. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> this, all being. <laughs> this is how we have been operating. These are the things we've accepted to be true. And yeah. um, I'm going to come in and challenge all of that by calling a spade a spade and I think they would be a dynamic duo if you know that's what we if we were looking at reality TV shows I'd vote for them over the rock but <laughs> you know we're not wow <laughs> yo that is that is Phaedra Parks Mm-hmm. And Judge Mathis. And Judge, Judge Mathis. I, the Judge Mathis is a is a curve. I, I that I that's really that I didn't see it either. I don't not like I, I saw Phaedra Parks shows. coming either. But like but see, but Judge, Judge Mathis, I feel you though. He, he knows those the reality, hood. But yeah. He knows the re- like oh. It, I mean, okay. No, 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 absolutely. I think it is. I, just, yeah. I think it is. I just yeah, that me wasn't too. On my I was grid. Just like, oh, it actually. Oh yeah, that is part of that genre. That is very real. So that's what I'm a good judge Mathis break when he brings somebody back real quick. That's what's it. up. Snatch. Yeah. Uh so uh, real quick, my <laughs> vice president. Oh yeah, oh okay. Oh, somebody I else threw it up, I threw yes. it together that quickly because I, really I was not impressed. Yeah, yes, I was I impressed. I was just like, man, she the guest and she's stunting on all of us with like my secretary of tra- agriculture would be, oh, and I'm okay. like, Dag, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't she know. was stunned until happening. she told us her can't her <laughs> Right, right, all the way up. It was impressive until she had, she said Phaedra, <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, like Phaedra might be in jail, by it, but you know, who knows? I, I had so much respect for you. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, our president should be in jail right now, but it's not, it's not, you it's know, not crazy. Um, no, so this is like super old school, like the first real world, <laughs> the first real world. There was a. Uh, uh, he's a writer, Kevin Powell, uh, who oh, yeah. is he, and he actually tried to run for office, like in New York, yeah, he like did. a like a, a few years, few ago. years ago, mm-hmm. he was unsuccessful. But I was like, yo, Kevin Powell's really smart. All of basically, he's yeah, an he's amazing writer. <laughs> he's a useful. He is. He's a useful dude. All these like amazing, like he's a great writer. He's able, you know, uh, he's solid thinker. No think, doubt. think he, you know, because all of those like legendary Tupac interviews that you ever read and the vibe and all yeah. that. He wrote yeah. those or whatever, and so. I think Kevin Kevin Powell as my vice president, okay, mm. as my president, okay, 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 as my president, I'd like to see Cardi B uh, oh hold oh, down president. Okay, so so I want to see Cardi B as president, <laughs> and like it, it can just be that that like Bush Cheney setup where like the vice president, like in case. Cardi goes off the deep end. Like, when she goes off. <laughs> when they the won. In the, in the, in the <laughs> you know, Kevin Powell is there to like, okay, here's what we need to do. You know, mm-hmm. get this straight here. But like, I just, I would like the idea of, of like Cardi B, like really uh, going in on P- Putin, like, Peter Guns, you know what I mean? I just, I just want to see him. See, I, I, done. I, I, I see that, but I want her to be the the treasurer because she's all about that money. Oh, is that what she, she, that's what she <laughs> says? That's, okay. that's what she said. With that, we'll that get her coins. Up. But I, but I you, this is your president. <laughs> this is your president. This is your ticket. Absolutely, but no, that's so that'd be me, Cardi B, Kevin Powell, uh, twenty twenty. Dan, I I'll, feel like me and you, our, our teams might. 
get a little further along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably saying. so. Probably. Susie Orman. Susie and, Orman and, and, and Mark Cuban. Mark, and I don't Mark know. I'm Cuban. feeling pretty good about Yo, my situation right good. now. You're I got a strong good. ticket. You actually played by the rules and... <laughs> But and how many Instagram ticket. followers? Right, 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 right. <laughs> our Instagram followers would stunt on y'all so hard, like it would but not. But they won't even, vote. That, that's. And isn't that's the Rock the most followed person on Instagram now? I don't know if he's. I know he's like. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case, though, because wow, he's, is he? He's, I mean, it's, you know, it's a short list, I guess, right? You yeah. got Beyonce, Taylor Swift, a short list. Yeah. yeah, Kardashian. I'm sure it's. Oh man, it's yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, I guess you know, with all reality star things, we might as well just go to that that the final topic of this evening. Oh, you better, you <sighs> better get I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Watch out now. Yes. They ain't know about that. But no. Uh, but yeah. Um, you know, some days ago, last week actually, uh, there were. Um, you know, we celebrated. Y'all celebrated Fourth of July. No, um, celebrated Fourth of July, Ooh. and um, and uh, but you know, outside of the Fourth of July, there were also fireworks that occurred. <laughs> um, fireworks that occurred online uh, between uh, two just amazing stand-up individuals. One named Rob Kardashian, the other one named Black China. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't even know where to begin with this story. Mm. Let's just say uh, I'm going to try to explain the the situation of Rob Kardashian and Black China, and feel free to jump in and cut Tag me off. Eddie. Okay, okay. She said She's like, what? I want a little bit of disclosure. So when I told Lyric about like, yo, these are the topics we're thinking about talking about or whatever, I just threw this out there. She was just like, oh, I've been talking about Rob and, and, and Black China for like three hours. Today. I'm ready. Like, I, I've been ready on this. So well formed opinions about it. Oh gosh. But no. So all right. So Rob Kardashian is a the least popular member of the Kardashian clan. He is the Jan Brady of this entire oh, scenario. Um, and so, yep. <laughs> Thanks. I love and it. so, I forgot about Jan. And so, at the end of the day, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> absolutely. Right. So, so uh, Rob Kardashian, um, he, I guess, how do we back into this? Basically, there's a rapper by the name of Tyga. Oh, who? Yeah, we got to provide the full context for this. Okay, there's a rapper by the name of Tyga. Tyga and Black China were an item. They were dating. They have a child. They then had a child together. King Kyra, is it right? Please tell me that's not his name. What is it? I wouldn't be surprised. Hold on, stand by. Okay, get back to me. So. Anyway, they were an item. They were an item for a while, and then they stopped being an item because uh, one Tyga himself ended up uh, King Cairo. That's correct. Oh, that is the name of the mm-hmm. child. First and middle name, King Cairo. That's yeah. good to know. He never, right. He's never gonna have a real job. You're well, welcome. Yeah. Well, he may not, not need one after this story. So. Nonetheless, uh, <laughs> so so then Tyga though uh, gets eyes for another. Uh, he gets eyes for uh, someone who's not really 18 yet and that happened to be uh, is it Kylie? I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, was it it was Kylie. Kylie, right? Kylie, she's a Jenner though, yeah, right? Yeah, she's not a Kardashian. Right, right, right. <laughs> is there but, a difference? Yeah. It's Kylie and what's the other one's name? Uh, Kendall. Kendall. Yeah, but they put them through the Kardashian factory to make them look 
like they are actually not sisters. Because the, the I'm factory. wait, they're not sisters with Kim Kardashian. They are, but not by the same. Right, yeah. they're half siblings. They're half siblings. Oh, because they don't share a father, right? Yeah, right. It's the mom. Yes. Right. Yeah. Kate, well, well, they share. They the Kate, right, 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 right. Because you know, Chris is everybody's mom. But I'm right? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Or some, yeah, I, there's a lot of moms in that family. <laughs> okay. Oh. So we're just gonna keep, keep it moving, moving real fast. Right. <laughs> you didn't even touch that. So Did as I it, was saying, so as I was saying, um, but nonetheless, don't be scared. Uh, but yes, but they did run them through Sorry. the factory though. Like they, now they they don't look half anything right. now. They look like they are all full blood Kardashian. related. Yes, full Kardashian. And it was almost, it was like in a matter of weeks. It was like boop, 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 boop. <laughs> done done. Now you're mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> She was not 18 yet, but, you know, Tiger waited it out, apparently, which is disgusting. But yes, he did. Uh, Tiger then started to date uh, Kylie. Uh, but Black China, nevertheless, she persisted. Mm-hmm. And Black China would not be deterred. She then found her own Kardashian in the form of often overweight Rob Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I only bring up his weight because it was a major part of his... Uh, character? Ca- I mean, character, his outlook, he was very like, he kind of was always, uh, always dealt with it, I guess, a lot and mm-hmm. like, and felt bad about it and things like that. Mm-hmm. But when he, when they connected, she like made him feel better about himself and he like, she took him to the gym, took him to the gym. <laughs> he lost a lot of weight. I mean, and, and so they then got together and then they were together, uh, in bliss. They got engaged. Um, they got a spinoff. Did they get the, right. They got their like own Rob and China? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> um, Come on and take a deal. And they <laughs> also had a child. Uh, uh, Dream. Dream Kardashian. I'm so glad y'all are here for. The, if Dan and I were like, we would, we would not, we, we would not know these names. Details. But It'd be far more entertaining <laughs> because we would be making up a story. <laughs> Absolutely making up a story. I think her name was Nightmare Kardashian. I oh think, no! No! Yes. Yeah. That. That. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yes. So they didn't have a child, uh, but. What occurred last week of some sort, and did I miss anything in no, that, in that story? Not, okay, these what are a, real facts. Good job. <laughs> what occurred, Good job. What occurred, not fake news. <laughs> not, not fake news. news. Unfortunately, this is the real what time. occurred uh, last week is apparently uh, uh, Rob Kardashian then goes to Instagram and Twitter and starts to blow them up because he is being he is going public with the fact that. Black China has been cheating on him and is cheating on him with a man in the house that he pays for in the where his child I, I just mm-hmm. see, she, he's being cheated on and apparently he went public though such a nice summation exactly. I tried to be polite I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give more to it I'm gonna give more to it but um but apparently the reason why he goes public is because someone came to him saying i you know i'm about to like i got these pictures of blah 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 black china of your your girl or whoever your baby mom out here was. in these yeah, streets yeah because they're they aren't together right. at this point but because you can't get cheated on someone who you're not with that's but, a very okay, important that's, fact sorry, we'll, we'll get yeah, okay, yeah. they're very real uh so um he tries to get ahead of the story much like donald J. trump uh, Junior did, Ooh, and just starts to throw 
just like, oh, no, she's cheating on me and let me tell her. And so he does all this, but he doesn't just like vent. He also uh, or he doesn't just say like, oh, I'm going to disclose the fact that she's been cheating on. He then goes further to vent on this issue. And then he goes further than venting and he starts posting uh, naked pictures of black China on Instagram so much so that Instagram has to then over time uh, uh, deactivate deactivate his, his account he then pops up on Twitter like haha I'm still here and I got more to say and keeps tweeting out uh, you know his issues um, apparently though in fairness to the other side Black China is with this dude in the bed of is with this dude and I guess has sent him like pictures of them being together I don't know that's all I'm gonna go to at this point and stop I have no idea what to say other than were you watching all of this play out in real time lyric I was not I heard about it because I'm not living under a rock Mm -hmm. yes um, my social mediums yes (laughs) various mediums mediums (laughs) um kind of put me up on game and then yeah. some of the podcasts I know they, they've already touched on it the think pieces out there mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so yeah I was not following as soon as it came out but as I mentioned you know you can't cheat on someone who you're not with so that was my first thought <laughs> that yeah. that came up um when I when I heard about that and it's it's just a messy situation that I think every Kardashian, <laughs> whether it's the male Kardashian or, mm-hmm. you know, has managed to get themselves in. And I'm just over it. I'm sick of talking about Kardashians. I'm sick of talking about the women. I'm sick of talking about the man. I'm sick of just talking about all of them. Um, so I appreciate that Black China, Angela, <laughs> you know, mm. has decided to uh, take the route. Angela that she, is her real name, you yeah. want to say, just for the so, people right, out there. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So I just... I just appreciate that she's um, she's decided to speak up and really challenge this notion that she should be upset because um, people are saying you know you're you are a former stripper this you put pictures of your body out for the world to see if we wanted to Google images of these pictures we could have seen you know something similar anyway for people to try to use that against her mm-hmm. that was a type of disrespect to women that I was I was just happy to see her challenged and combat because mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to be in her shoes by any means none of the women in my life can speak to, mm-hmm. to what that's like but you you own your body and mm-hmm. for some man who you're no longer with to feel like he he not only once owned your body but he now owns it because you have a child with him mm-hmm. he owns what you do with it where you lay with it like you know this you took a picture with this man and yes it was petty yes it was messy but she's petty and messy she but these things <laughs> but um for him to feel like he had that type of control over her to say I'm now going to expose you mm-hmm. quote unquote expose you and try to embarrass you um I- I'm glad she called him out on his privilege not just on not just on social media or or good morning America but um, <laughs> yeah. she has a, she has a lawyer involved <laughs> she does I want to also throw in that part of the claim part of like his perspective is because he paid for all of these things 
for like he paid for that. I'm not saying this yeah, is yeah, right yeah, at all. Right, just right. like literally, that was his mindset. His mindset was like, I paid for like the plastic surgery on her. Yeah. I played for the plastic surgery. I played for like the house she's in with my daughter. I paid for all of this, and so he also then went further, of course, to you know he talks about like you know not just accusing her of cheating, but just that she's an alcoholic, that she's a drug addict, and that you know, and that she's really just been exploiting him for money and then uh black china also replied some stuff about like how he had he had beat her that that he had been like physically mm-hmm. abusive with with her and he has a history of okay being okay abusive yeah, to yeah. Women, i've, I've heard know? as much and uh and so um you know so there's like all these all these parts of it and yes it it, it then kind of got to this point where yes she had hired a lawyer and had uh switched out her wigs and uh <laughs> yes, she, she she put, put her very professional yes like, i'm going to court yeah it was like, i'm <laughs> going to court wig right. like this is this is i'm trying to clean up yes right. she clean china the, clean yeah. she has the black china wig mm-hmm. you know then she has the angie the angela wig and i appreciate both <laughs> i mean so like is i guess when you when you think of this story yvette like do you think what do you like? What are your thoughts? Are you are you more are you more mad at Rob? Are you mm. mad at the situation? Are you mad at the Kardashians as an empire? Are you mad at the public for caring? Where where I, are you at? Probably the latter. I think I'm mm. mad at the public for caring. I'm mad that I was because it kind of hit my grid by the time it was on like Dateline, like, like on <laughs> Dateline, Black China and Rob Kardashian. I'm like, how? You know what I mean? Or like she's right. on GMA or like ABC News. I'm like, mm-hmm. bruh, we've hit a really this is a low the mm-hmm. fact that this is happening this is playing out and supposedly this like is tabloid and, material this is tabloid mm-hmm. and you you got this on here like this is journalism for real mm-hmm. so i don't know I, that that i agree you know it's foul but i can't believe i'm gonna say this but i slick like agree with charlamagne the god on this one he was just <laughs> like and i never feel like i never ever feel like i can like with good conscience agree with charlamagne but he was like you know rob just needs to take the l you know who china is he was the donkey of the day he was the donkey of the day he was like you're the donkey of the day like this is your girl yeah she already was your girl this was your girl she had a baby this was charlamagne yeah she had a baby by another rapper was dating you know what i mean like you Mm -hmm. know who she is yeah yeah and that's part of why you wanted her and you have a a child with her Mm -hmm. so this is your child's mom you Mm -hmm. know so i don't even know if he added that but like that's reality Mm -hmm. right like so why are you disrespecting the mother of your child even Mm -hmm. so it just basically like rob just take the l (laughs) like she's with somebody else she played you she sent you whatever she sent him like a video right, right? Yeah. like her just, playing him though is like it it again makes it seem like she wasn't in the right to you know you are no longer with this man he owes you like you owe him nothing no absolutely and i mean i the, think that's why it's the l it's like just get over it so basically I, yeah. I think was what charlamagne was right, saying exactly. was like he, just, no, he definitely was. he was like you it makes you look bad it makes you look bad not her look mm-hmm. bad the fact right. that you're like I bought this and yeah, yeah. Like, I bought her boobs. That? Like what? Like so, I, I do think that like I think that it's very important and very true to be like yes, she was not currently with him. She is allowed to do whatever and with whomever she wants mm-hmm. to. Like that's that's completely her right and agency or whatever. I do think some of the judgment comes just from the perspective of like 
we want to acknowledge the fact that Black China finessed him. Like, like, oh, the, yes. like the idea that like there, there's there's <laughs> concerns about like yo. She what was really real the there class. the concern the right. thought is the thought is we don't know what i'm saying is mm-hmm. the cons- the thoughts are that a lot of people believe mm-hmm. based off of the view like did she really like them did she was she really I, about him or was it no, like an idea her best of friend like, is amber rose like she yeah, no, nah, she. You don't think so? No. Okay. This, this girl found this shy kid in class and was like, "I'll make you feel like a king," mm. no pun intended, mm. and like, and you just need to hook me up, like, and and that's fine. Like, she has every like again. I think I agree with everybody. He needs to take the L. He needs to realize he got played mm-hmm. because, you, bro, you're a five and she's not, and like, and of course, if you're a five, you, like, she's. Like bad things happen to fives that date tens. Like it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, yeah, that I was mean, like the line of the night. Right? Yeah, we started with. I mean, uh, a five was dating a ten. Oh wow! Like, yeah. Oh wow! I like how this came going to Sean Corey Carter like that again. <laughs> I will say the other side of this is mm. that as much as I don't give a damn about any of this, <laughs> like right. black, if you take a picture, if you take a dick pic, if you take a picture with someone else in bed and you expect that shit to not hit the internet, mm. you are fooling yourself. Mm. Okay. So if it is your own damn fault, if you take a picture that you don't want to get out there and it exists on your phone, like Brett Favre, I don't care if someone like hacked into your phone and sent like and sent it to the wrong person. Like it's your fault that that picture existed. Well, the I think the argument then would be like you can even if you take a picture of yourself and you know you're nude in some compromised position, whatever it is. Like, I don't necessarily think it's your fault that it's out there because it's still it was still you still gave it to someone in confidence. And there's a level of confidence that's violated there. You could be like, that's why it's the law of the revenge. Yeah, it's the law part of it. There's like, yo, it's not you. You're not like legally even you're backed up to say, like, it's not your fault that Mm -hmm. this thing exists. And so that's where I would part. But I agree. There's the part of it where you're just like, yo. If you want to make sure that that never happens, common sense says, you, yeah, you just never take that picture, and it never right. happens. I don't want my credit happened. card stolen, but like I know that it's a very real potential in this day and age. And so, if I lose my credit card, what is the first thing I do? I go and cancel it. Okay, like there's like there's just there's but just what's the common sense of of protecting yourself? Okay, and w- what. And I guess this kind of just gets to, this is common sense, right? Like, yes, the law is on Black China's side. Mm-hmm. And again, am I am I arguing for Rob's? No, like I, I know in the right, absolutely not. The dude I, is a fool. I understand. Like, no, bro no, no. got played. Yes, and if he did actually pay all that money, like he like he is and whose money? Like let's just finessed. all talk about this for a second. Whose who's money? Because it's not his. Right. Any man like this dude sit up there like I paid for all this. No, you didn't. Your mm-hmm. family is really really rich, and your dad or Ray your J's mom penis essentially. Gave you this money, the entire this Kardashian movie. empire, wow. and yes, so there's these so residuals. The money is no, already problematic. So, I saw, so, oh, 
Okay. No, no, no. Keep going. <laughs> no, Lyric, so you I, got this. Right. You got this. Unfortunately, okay. this just is end right there. that sparked. <laughs> this, this thought, you, you know. You thought um, of Ray J's penis and it eventually you. moved you to this part over here is what happened. And then a okay. new bubble right. popped out. Right. 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 so about that. Epiphany. Uh-huh. Right. Well, so I saw a meme that reminded me of that where, um, so it was of Angela on her way to court and it said, look at Black China collecting all 400 years of reparations Whoa. like oh. and all in one you know all in one day for herself and for her child for the next generations and yes it was quite the exaggeration but it, oh, it tickled wow. me because <laughs> oh we're like gosh. sitting here dumbfounded and like wow it tickled me because, because it was just like okay you basically have this one woman who's saying I know the world has seen my body. I know I have put myself in positions for people to see my body. Mm -hmm. And me sending this man a picture, you know, hoping that he wouldn't do, you know, not not even thinking he would do something like that. Maybe she just thought, okay, this is a part of the finessing. This is a part of me getting my way into the family. Yeah. Whatever her goal Having was, a Kardashian. She, she's taken care of. She is the Sorry. only person with a Kardashian who birthed a Kardashian, you know, as a result of this. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, it's, right. So whatever we call it, like finessing, what it mm. worked out. And now she's like, okay, I could say that I could forgive this but it's illegal in the state that we're in so now I'm going to now I'm going to get my coins for this and I can't blame her Black China doesn't have to work a day in her life from now on and that's not I will say this that's not my testimony that's not my goal that's not my dream for myself or for the people in my life but if this is what she's decided is going to be her way to, you know, set life up for her kids, right? Mm-hmm. If this is, well, her child. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's just one father Man. God. Anyway, so yeah, I just, it just made me think about that, you know, everybody's going to, you know, um, <laughs> she got, she got streams because she got Tiger's baby and she Right. Got... It's just, so, uh, it's crazy. I will say, it, man, I will, I, I would be remiss <laughs> if we did not include the fact that uh, one, Bankhead's very own Clifford Tip Harris oh, weighed no. in. Oh no! And, uh, he sure did. He he he, he from he, the thesaurus, straight from the thesaurus, <laughs> straight straight from the fresh off the thesaurus. He 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 weighed in, and of course gave his two cents to Rob Kardashian, in which he essentially gave some of this advice as well too, which was like, "Hey, bro, you know you." You, you just got to take this L, you know, you got to hold this L. It is what it is. Um, he parroted uh, Uncle Snoop's advice, which was, you know, uh, I believe Uncle Snoop said that uh, she saw a lollipop and Ooh. and he got licked or something like that. Something along those words. That was profound. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's what uncle that's what uncle going to give you these days. That's but, what 48 years old. <laughs> pretty oh, much. No. But but along those lines, uh, but he he uh, so anyway, Tip says this, you know, and then Rob Kardashian in his in his fervor uh, blasts back that um, that, you know, Tip, you should be quiet since you and your wife paid Black China for three. So it's just, yeah, it, it got really worse. messy. It got really messy, <laughs> you guys. Yeah, so and um, 
I'm just glad that you we know that you guys tune in to off the record for high minded topics and concepts. And <laughs> we're just happy that we could deliver that to each and every one of you all. Uh, I think that'll be a good point to end this one. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to end with uh, our scratches of the week. <laughs> um, um, I was actually trying to figure mine out and I don't have it yet. Does anybody have theirs? Listen, I know, I, I know it's supposed, it's just, it doesn't have to be music, right? It doesn't have to, no, it's going to be anything, well, whatever. You. <laughs> as I'm peeling this Tangelo, um, <laughs> what the health, I saw mm. this documentary mm. on Netflix Everybody called What the Health, it. and it just kind of had me like, oh my God, what are they feeding me? Mm. What am I feeding myself? And so it was just a really great documentary on just plant-based diets mm-hmm. and, you know, just the things that meat does to our bodies. And I'm like, yeah, maybe we should just take it back to the garden and eat fruits, nuts and berries and green things. Mm. So I just highly recommend it. It's well worth watching. I mean, if anything, just walking away and paying more attention to what we eat and the way we eat it. So I've seen a lot of people uh, fairly recently talking about watch the health and, um, and many people would just be like, okay, I'm done with, I'm done with all meat. Like, I, I just can't do it anymore. Like, it's a wrap. Is that how you felt when you when you finished? I absolutely felt that way, like, mm. when it was over. And I think, you know, it's sort of like, like the Trump campaign. Like, when you confront organizations like the American, like, Diabetes Association or whatever, and you're saying, hey, so, like, about this, and we don't want to talk about it, no comment, we mm. don't want to talk about it, like, do not want to talk about it. Like, mm. they had emails on there as well of, like, um, wanting to the, the head of the egg board wanting to murder like kind of playing about putting a hit out on the CEO of whoever put out like egg beaters like mm, fake eggs you know wow. like oh, yeah. we don't want to ruin the egg industry mm-hmm. or um, just not wanting to answer really important questions mm-hmm. like well if meat is causing this then why on your homepage do you have these recipes that say hey include this and I mean like getting angry walking out and so mm-hmm. when you see that type of like response you think okay if there's smoke there's fire mm-hmm. and then kind of doing a little bit more digging and seeing that oh well these these organizations that are supposed to be preventive health are mm-hmm. funded and financed by like tyson foods mm-hmm. and kfc mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know what i mean like so you're getting your money from the very from the very industry that's killing yeah, yeah. or that you know, it's it's not healthy. So this whole conspiracy thing as well, it definitely made you think like, mm. gotcha. well, that's what's up. You know, watch the health. What? Yeah. What the health? What the health? I'm sorry. What the health? And just about like wh- how, what's actually know. causing diabetes, mm-hmm. you know, what's actually giving you high cholesterol. Yeah. And uh, so it's just worth watching. That's it's worth, worth. If you eating a hamburger every day and you just doing the most, yeah. like you should, that's what's up mm-hmm. you ready Dan or I can go you ready you go for it alright uh, mine would I, I definitely want to just um, kind of shout out my scratch of the week would be the 25th anniversary of a movie by the name Boomerang <gasps> <sighs> Boomerang yes <laughs> is such an amazing uh, amazing Eddie Murphy movie <laughs> that I feel actually only has gotten better with time. Like the more time, like the more time that has passed by and you watch it, it's amazing. So I remember seeing this, uh, I was super, super young. I had no business watching this movie. I had no idea <laughs> of half of the things that were going on mm-hmm. in it or what made things funny in it. Cause it's like, it was a, br- it was a departure for Eddie Murphy. Like he was just known as like 
just super funny, funny guy. guy, all this stuff like that. And then this was a movie in which a lot of like critics like kind of hit him for because they were just like, this is um this isn't on brand. You know, he's like a sexy playboy, Marcus Graham type <laughs> dude. Marcus. <laughs> anyway, so many iconic uh, lines and things from the movie. Anyway, so I remember seeing it. And one of the things that I thought was really bizarre was like, even as a kid, when I watched it was like, man, like he's like a high powered marketing exec. And like, it was just like, he was at this office and it was all these black people everywhere. And they were like in these high powered positions. And like I say, it was just a who's who cast of everyone from David Allen Greer to Martin Lawrence, to Robin Givens, to Holly Berry, to, uh, Grace Jones, to Jones. Jeffrey, Sean's Jeffrey, Eartha yes, Kitt was, yeah, Lady Str- yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just, I mean, anyone you could think of in the 90s somehow made their way Very into true. that movie. It was just mm-hmm. incredible. And I just remember watching it thinking like, oh, this Tisha Campbell was just the crazy neighbor. <laughs> like, it was just bizarre. Like, <laughs> right. And yes, so anyway, but I remember thinking like, oh, this is not, this doesn't make Martin sense. No place. Martin, Martin Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Martin Lawrence was in it. So I just thought like, none of this makes sense. This isn't like whatever. Like, it's a nice fantasy. And then it was like, oh, I moved to Atlanta and there are that many black people in one place and they absolutely are like <laughs> educated and can be in occupied all these positions stuff like that and um anyway it's just an incredible scene incredible show credible i mean credible movie mm-hmm. um people if you have not seen this i don't know why you haven't seen it but if you have not seen <laughs> it you together. need to get your entire life together <laughs> watch this amazing movie if you Classic. do watch it reach out to me on twitter i will come i will find you and we can watch it together <laughs> like i would love to just sit at, like and watch someone else enjoy watch party. absolutely i'm traveling boogie uh traveling boomerang watch party nice. um and if for no other reason just clarence witherspoon in mm. thanksgiving and just uh you know why 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 it's important to coordinate so that's my that's my scratch of the week is uh boomerang 25th anniversary nice uh we're gonna end with our guests but what oh. you got dan <laughs> So yes, uh, this weekend at the movies, mm-hmm. uh, we have some. Uh, we've had some really good movies lately, mm. but this weekend I want to talk about. And the scratch of the week is the Planet of the Apes, ah. number three. Um, Planet. The last three Planet of the Apes are highly underrated movies. Okay, they don't get the buzz that they need mm-hmm. or that they deserve. They're super, super well done. Super um, well done. And then the kind of the final. Movie in this trilogy comes out this weekend. Okay, uh, people should definitely go check it out. So I, th- when was how long ago was the first one from this trilogy? Two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay, I After think that's the one I did. See. Dawn of the Planet. Dawn of the Planet, and then it was Rising. It was uh-huh. like twenty fourteen. I don't remember the one. So before it was the was the first one like back in like two thousand or something like Planet of the Apes, Apes like. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like so where like that, the apes have taken over is like the one that you're thinking. The of. one I'm yeah. thinking of is with what's it his name ends with uh, Mark Wahlberg's in it, probably, and yes. it ends with like Abraham Lincoln, yeah. like the statue the, of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. No, something that's not part of this. That's not part of this trilogy. Yeah. Okay, so I need to watch from 2011. Dawn and Rising. So Dawn this Rising. is this is technically the prequel to all of those movies. Okay. Oh. Got you. All right. Yeah, yeah. So this I didn't realize really that. Good. I'm so yeah. involved. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm I, I like so it. Involved. You had all the active listening joints for that. Yes. Mm, I love it. I'm yes. excited about it. That's what we hear like vibrate. Like, yo, no, I'm no, really no. excited about it. I need it. to check them out, man. They're, they're, they're super, super well done. And, you know, they're low-key 
very like making strong statements about our society. All of them have like even the ones that yeah even <laughs> they've always yes, done always, that but yeah always but have but I'm, like, I'm interested to see and the most the, recent just from the trailer in this one I think just seeing the cross because you haven't had the like like the the crossover of like apes aligning with humans and humans aligning with apes and like kind of this like gray area of like, it's no longer apes versus humans, but Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you see kind of forgive the like term, but like uncle Tom's of like Mm -hmm. jumping sides and stuff like that. But, um, there, there was also, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the very recent controversy today about, uh, you saw like, uh, activist DeRay, uh, was kind of dragged into, not dragged into, put into himself, possibly. I don't know how to describe it, mm. but um, there is an ape uh, in the movie, in the trailer, that has a blue vest on. Oh, and he he's wears. lonely. Like, he's like the only one. And uh, <laughs> there was a lot of conversation that got started very early today and continued on. I think it started yesterday and then continued on a day in which it was like, is this kind of a not a, we don't know if it's a jab or just mm-hmm. a remark or a commentary on uh, D-Ray because matter. yeah Black Lives, Black Lives Matter because D-Ray is famously known to wear that vest everywhere mm-hmm. um, people reached out and said th- there were people who reached out after D-Ray had, had made some comments on Twitter which I didn't see he's since removed them but he had made some comments about kind of critical of the movie or about that and he was um and they said, well, no, this harkens to the original. There were the there were blue vests on the apes, you know, originally. And um, and it, then it got larger because like Whoopi Goldberg then weighed in on it on The View. And she like really got when, mad at at D-Ray, really. Like she was like, she's like, get over yourself. This has nothing to do with you. Mm. You know, blah, blah, blah. She like went in on him or whatever. And it's just kind of interesting because it's like, I don't, I haven't seen, as we've just discovered, I've not even seen the last two movies or whatever. Um, but I do think like, I mean, it wouldn't be, it's not like a complete, he could be, he, he's since removed his criticisms because mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, I'm, other people have reached out and I, I guess I was wrong or whatever. But like, it would be kind of strange to see like one, like one ape in like a blue vest that you're in a movie that makes a lot of commentary regarding like racial racial rights and all that. Mm -hmm. So a whole lot. I just didn't view it as like, he's completely wilding and off Mm -hmm. base. I didn't see what he tweeted, but I just, I don't, I felt like the, the reactionary blowback to him has been extreme. And I feel like some of that was like weighted, like, Oh, now's the time to like, he's admitted he's wrong in something mm-hmm. we gonna really make him pay on this you know but mm-hmm. i don't know so anyway but i just thought of it because you were you were talking no, it's, about it, it. It, it these these movies are great for conversation mm-hmm. because it forces you to like it's like the like uh c.s lewis has this amazing quote of like how do you like inform people that like how do you get past sleeping dragons is like his thing huh. and so that's why he wrote chronicles of yeah, narnia absolutely so that he could like get past the like people who are against religion through this like other mm. this back door basically he always talks about like the lie that tells the truth exactly. like essentially that's what fiction is in, exactly in narrative. so yeah exactly so i think i mean in our day and age when it's such a hard like hot topic in a with a movie that you can kind of go into is like an action thriller that harkens back to like true cinema and stuff like that like mm-hmm. a lot of people can go into it without their 
predispositions like on guard yeah uh and and really kind of forces them to think that's what's up well yeah. I'm, I'm excited i'm gonna I'm definitely try to catch Check up and and see the most recent one or the new one coming they're surprisingly out. good yeah that's what's up they don't, they don't get the love like with, with like as far as like what it takes to pull them off um mm. i mean it's a transformers movie but just done super super well and homeboy that did Gollum. And then, mm-hmm. like, does all of the, like... Um, Caesar? Yeah, that he also does Caesar. But, I mean, oh, he, yeah, he's done gotcha. every of the live, like, live capture yeah, performances yeah, yeah. for animals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He does Caesar, uh, and he should win. I mean, he should all win award, an Academy yeah. Award for, like, for Best Actor. Got you. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Our, our, uh, our film... Buff. Himself. I know. I haven't written this weekend at the movies in a really long yeah, time. It's been a long I should. Time. I should get back. Apparently, on you just did. Just now. yeah. <laughs> there it is. It's way you easier to say it. <laughs> Closing us out, heading home. Our guest that we were so happy to have here, uh, lyric. Please give us what is your scratch of the week. All right. So Spike Lee is coming out with. Uh, She's got to have it. The series, the Netflix series, mm-hmm. and his. Um, original movie she's got to have it from i want to say it's 89 i just remember it was before i i got here (laughs) before i showed up on this thing before i was involved in anything (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm just excited because that was my first time really seeing women or a woman specifically Mm. have that type of ownership over her body over her space over her Mm. ideas and just you know everything and for that to be in 89 um, and Spike Lee to be the person, it showed me that, well, at the time, I felt like I could trust him. I could trust Uncle Spike. <laughs> um, at the time. And, right. Well, I mean, I feel like people don't trust him for some other movies, but he's represented my truth as a little black girl <laughs> from Harlem. So I'm going to hold him accountable yeah, yeah. for continuing to tell that story. That's what's up. And uh, the series comes out on uh, Thanksgiving Day. So I've been, so my friends have been sending me the trailers for mm, it because mm-hmm. they know I'm a big Spike Lee fan. And um, that's one of my favorite movies from him. So that's really been on my radar and I've been watching the original to get myself back in the spirit. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. I want him to have a win in terms of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because right. I think he kills these documentaries mm-hmm. but like every time he goes to uh, recently rather mm-hmm. to uh, to film it's just been his work has been really uneven and it's tough because he's he had like his high points are so high like right. when he kills it he kills it right. but um but yeah um I was definitely in in talks for like the um because he had asked for original music for uh, she's gotta have oh. it and like uh, was dealing with that I didn't get didn't make it to the final selection but you, got, but, you okay, know casually but, throws but, it. Okay. but no I mean he, he gave a general like yo send music but yeah. but uh but I was able to get it further along and uh but you got involved pay enough. you got right. definitely got involved you got but involved. yes I love this word now <laughs> it's beautiful it's, it's so involved. it covers right. everything it, it covers everything um, but yeah, uh, but no, that's really dope. I didn't realize it was Thanksgiving when it dropped, so that that's mm-hmm. that's something dope to look forward to to binge watch. Yes, nice <laughs> man. Uh, lyric, how can people get in touch with you? I am on Facebook at Harlem's Own Lyric, mm-hmm. Twitter at Harlem's Own Lyric, mm-hmm. and 
uh, Instagram at Harlem Zone. There <laughs> it is. I try to keep it pretty simple. That's what's up. And almost famous is the podcast. Famous enough. Close famous en- enough. Close enough. I just tried to turn. <laughs> we were talking movie. about movies, and I was it's like, crazy. I It's a crazy good movie, <laughs> but like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can find the Famous Enough podcast on Twitter at Famous Enough ATL and our Facebook page, Famous Enough Podcast. And we have an episode out every Monday. I try to get it out uh, during rush hour, so either for the nine o'clock hour or for five p.m. So, so much better than us. Every well, I mean, so, our, to be fair, ours is only um, an hour long, so we just try to, you know, we get in and we get out. We just want to make sure people have some gems as to how they can uh, navigate this uh, this artist life. Yeah, well, that that is. Uh, and you will be joining us. Uh, one of the yes, <laughs> come on, almost famous. Uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> almost famous. that will be the almost famous edition. <laughs> yes, this, this is the almost famous famous enough podcast right. episode. But uh, but yeah, I will be. I think um uh. And not next month. Is it next month? Yeah, August. it is next month. The summer it's July. is just leaving. Man, sing is going five. Does that fast. mean new music is coming for you to be on a podcast about up and coming artists? Come on, Ooh. come on, hot uh, take, hot take, hot take. <laughs> right. Ready for some secrets? Yeah. I got nothing for you, son. No, but um, oh, just like that. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, you should be hearing some things from me, you know, soon. Right. Soon, I will be in Houston next week. Uh, for um, an Are We Cool uh, showcase, um, which is it'll be Friday the twenty first, maybe it sounds yeah, about right, cool. possibly. Yeah, so yeah, in Houston, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever, and I will. If you're in Houston area, I haven't been to Houston in forever, and I just don't want to be. I don't want to leave a puddle. I just I'm afraid of Texas heat. It's like, like 119 degrees just, here, bro. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I just, I just, <laughs> just, just don't just, have like a like a moment where you're like, I just kind of get rid of the dreads. I can't do it, and then like you forever regret it. <laughs> just come back like, look, I was in Houston. <laughs> so I was That's in why I got this season. I got this season now because I was in Houston. Anyway, no, this is off the <laughs> off the record. Uh, anything you need to announce, your vet, Ayana? No, I'm good. Just I'm follow good. me. There Eddie it is. Everywhere. There it is. Nice. Dan Dunk. They know how to get in touch with you. Yeah. There it is. They do. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, boy, do they ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, this is off the record. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Till next time.